3: talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, there's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice
0: Broadcasting from a radioactive bunker deep inside the bracket compound, this is real spoilers. Episode six thirty three, the ja- the Zack Snyder's the Justice League, the the the
1: There's too many thoughts. I don't. I, don't, yeah. I can't help you. With no, that. I just you know. I
0: guess I'll leave that to Tom. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. This episode is the long anticipated release of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Anticipated by many. I didn't say by who, right? That's fair. That's fair. Yes. But Somebody
1: did anticipate this this movie coming out. Yes, you're right. Joe,
0: we've been talking about this movie for four years straight. I know. With, oh, in one so, form or another. crazy. It is so crazy. Four years. I mean, we're talking about, um, well, we'll get into the whole history. Yeah, right? but, yeah. But it's just, it is wild. You're right. So anyway, before we get into the show, let's do all our shameless plugs. Uh, follow us on all the social media. You hear it every week, uh, but it's important to us because it lets us stay in touch with you get you the latest episodes and links and news stories and all that good stuff so of course facebook.com slash real spoilers you can follow us at real spoilers on twitter and then uh, of course the big one uh, aside from social media is follow us and subscribe to us on all the different platforms so tom talked about now itunes has following other places have subscribing uh, some people just stream it maybe off the links off the website but if you subscribe the numbers go up and then we can use that type of data uh, to hopefully get advertisers and 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 plan and for different things, so it's always good if you can hit the subscribe button. It really does make a difference. Um, but we're glad you're listening in any event. Uh, and uh, let's see here. How about uh, the League of Show Shares, Joe? I did my homework, and I actually get—I didn't know what was going to happen. I know. I thought, well, we could wait for Tom to get back, and then he um, could do like could a five-minute like, memoriam Well, he's like going, Oscar style. Well, he, he's going to have to um, do a League of Show Shares for this gigantic and hugely relevant episode right that is so true. i figure the shares are probably going to be pretty decent a little bit more than normal then any extras from this one so i thought you know what i'll give him a little break that's you know? nice of you that's so I know, nice right you. i know he's having a tough time right now um, yeah
1: yeah baking <laughs> salsa apparently that's, he's
0: in mexico <laughs> yeah <laughs> well well, the cat's out of the bag. I mean, yeah. you know, there, there is no editing in podcast recording. No. So. I mean, wait a minute. Hold on. That just invalidates no, everything just, that we've talked about. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there is editing, but selective, and we're selecting not to edit. Yeah, better. right, right. But uh, no, Tom uh, has taken a vacation. Uh, he, he, has, he knew the Snyder Cut was coming. and said, I'm getting <laughs> out of the country. Yeah, wait. he planned a vacation, and not only did he leave the state, but you're right. He left the country <laughs> during the week of release of the Snyder Cut, he said so no, no, thank you uh that is pretty funny but uh he and his wife crystal are in mexico at one of those all-inclusive resorts with a swim out room yeah, and uh, that's on yeah. the beach it's ridiculous but uh the deal is i think he mentioned it maybe before when it happened i don't know but uh he had all this thing all booked and paid for and when the pandemic hit for last year yeah they uh they said you have one year to use this and get your same deal and so they're both vaccinated they have been for a while and and things are getting better a little bit so he felt it was safe enough and uh, we'll
1: also so he's a, he can just stay in his room well right yeah and, yeah. and
0: then plus it's all inclusive and again he can swim there's a pool in the room that swims out to another pool that overlooks the beach so like the dude is oh to be that liquid with money <laughs> well you know he works he works hard uh, he works know. real hard i he mean works super hard yeah yeah. Sure. at least there's another podcast that you know <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's a good <laughs> I point i didn't there's say one what them yeah. Didn't, Didn't say, say what's here. But yeah. Yeah. I got to tell works. you, it ain't real spoilers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you do the math on that one? But yeah, anyway, right. so I hope they're having a fun time. And uh, so, yeah, just coincidentally, uh he picked a country that doesn't have HBO Max. So <laughs> do with it what you will. It's like nowadays with technology, it's like, Oh, but you know, we can't get together. We can't meet. Oh, zoom. And it's like, "Oh, okay. Nope. Well, this movie comes out, you know, like you do have a plane trip and everything." Okay. Yeah, but you know what? I can't get the service. Like he had he went down the list and he's like, "Okay, I got to have a cover my ass on this, 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 this." He had five different reasons why right. he couldn't watch this movie. But anyway, boom we, boom boom. I don't have to watch this movie. But if he shares this episode. Oh, well, that's true. Next week, he can read his own name on the League of Shadows. Oh Shakers. man. So that will be, the I mean, rule, right? And I mean, we're talking about these milestones. We talk about the significant uh, points of the show and historical little things over the years. I At think this might be one. his first time. I know. I know. Yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. But anyway, that is the reason if you're wondering why he's not here. But here, without further ado, that's one of our famous tangents. After five minutes <laughs> yeah, of announcing, right, right, right. I would read this. <laughs> uh thank you again to everyone that shares the show it does mean a lot and of course that's how we get new listeners and we can continue doing what we're doing and we do really appreciate it so here it goes chris williams julianne jordan tammy sherman powers ralph tribble gabriel lugo heather Sachs, pat andy chris sanders chris magic man no relation (laughs) laura Connolly quiddick and gabe uh oh and gabriel lugo again wow double shares yeah gabriel thank you so much um uh twitter let's go over to twitter now so uh the aforementioned and infamous brad Hyan. there it is the movie journey podcast uh <laughs> chris wilson josh d collateral cinema binge movies we have a hulk feel film invasion of the remake in session film colby mack geek to me radio ronnie castle matt neglia and without Uh, Last but certainly not least, Ryan L. Terry from the Forza Crowd podcast. Oh, and Tom Holland, actually, because he said he loved our review of Cherry. He agreed with every single thing that we said. (laughs) He said, I am the best part of that movie. And he promises never to grow a mustache again. (laughs) So thank you, Tom, for listening, sharing, uh, joining the Patreon at the million dollar tier and for I listening said eccentric to billionaires, billionaires want to donate. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> and Tom Holland came through. Thanks Spidey. Uh, so thank you a all true aga- hero. <laughs> thank you all again. Uh, yeah, that last part may or may not have been true, but you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, and of course the aforementioned Patreon, uh, for only $5 a month or more asterisk, uh, you can get, uh, extra bonus content, but more importantly, you help support the show. It helps us get the editing done, uh, foresee unforeseeable circumstances like computers breaking and and whatever other updates software you know zoom is an annual subscription you have to have if you do it more than once every whatever an hour a week or whatnot so you know there's a lot of things behind the scenes that go into making the show and we really really appreciate it and uh, we mention it because it's important so uh, thank you to everyone who has subscribed and and uh, followed us and supported us on patreon Uh, it's a huge help in doing what we're doing and uh what else did i miss anything joe I think you're good. I think yeah, you're good. I good. will
1: say, uh, in I have been asked to do a guest spot on Binge Movies. Oh boy! Uh, in May. Oh boy! I'm not going to tell you what we're doing, uh, but it is somewhat relevant to what we're talking about today.
0: Okay. Um. Have you decided whether or not you will record it this time? I will not. I will oh.
1: talk for three and a half hours and then not record
0: it. It's a good strategy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bold move, Cotton. Let's we'll see how it yes, plays out. See yes, 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 how it plays out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Well. Um. Yeah. That's great. I mean, binge movies, Jason over there. Yeah, uh, they're, and, they're good folks over yeah, there. Yep. Yeah. And so. Uh, pff- I mean, Combat Jones, one of the, one of our finest out there. Yes, so, absolutely. I mean, one of the greatest. Thank you for your service, Combat <laughs> yeah. Jones. Uh, no, that's that's interesting. Okay, well, I yeah. won't even ask you. I'll just wait for the surprise. You know, I fair enough, fair um, enough. But okay, interesting. Well, let's get into this movie. Um, I think we should talk a little bit about the backstory because I know that I mean we're huge movie, movie nerds. Probably everybody that listens understands it, but just in case you're listening and you don't really understand, you're like. I like this show. I'm not into Justice League stuff like why are we doing this again? What is it? So in 2017, uh Justice League the original was released and it was a very different version than Zack Snyder intended. It, it's
1: interesting how it, it, how how different it is. Well, that's from the thing. The opening to like it's just a very different Yeah, cut I, of this movie.
0: So At the time, Zack Snyder and his wife, Deborah Snyder, were uh, his producing partner, uh, were developing the Justice League. And Zack Snyder, since Man of Steel came out, was kind of the Kevin Feige of DC. He wasn't kind of. I mean, he was. I mean, if there was one, you know. To whatever extent in DC it was Zack Snyder so he started it off with Man of Steel and then he had his plan and of course uh, his films that he directed uh, went on to be um, Batman v Superman uh, mm-hmm. and uh, then that was it and then and then it would have been the third one of his would have been Justice League and so right. we always talked about how the reason that Justice League failed aside from The script and the direction and the other ideas uh, everything (laughs) but was that they didn't spend enough time with the individual characters right
1: like marvel well yes that's exactly right as we talked about the timeline um so iron man is 2008 right Mm -hmm. and they like dc hasn't even begun their cinema their dc's already behind the eight ball in 2008 because they've got the dark knight coming out Right.
0: right Um, <laughs> and Nolan wasn't going to sit around and do a whole universe. No, he wasn't going mean, to wait. He three, three for him was hard enough. With you know, every, right. the movies he does, each one is pretty unique and they're original. And so for him to take on a superhero film, and I mean that's old news, of course. But you know, it's important that Nolan taking that on and then doing. I struggle to
1: even call the Batman stuff superhero movies. Yes, they have Batman and like that universe in it, but there's just he he grounded that character in the real world. Sure, and you can take if you took. The, the 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 suit out of those movies. I mean The Dark Knight, we've said it a billion times, is a cop movie at its at its core. Because yeah. if you take Batman if you take the suit out of that movie, you've got Christian Bale as a cop trying to track down this master criminal. Yeah, right? there's like
0: nothing that he does that is outside the realm of physics or if you had an unlimited bankroll. Right. Right. So no this, it, this the the Zack
1: Snyder Batman is a superhero compared to the Nolan Batman that is a dude in a suit. Yeah. And and I know? think
0: yeah, and I and we'll get into it more in the plot. I think that this one understands the character and all the characters a lot better than the previous attempt and his even his previous attempts at the characters. Um, I don't I, entirely agree, but we'll get into that. Well, we can, well well let's see. Yeah, we'll we we'll give our reasoning and we'll talk about it. But again, I said better, that doesn't mean perfect. <laughs> it means better. That's I mean no, sure, sure, I, sure. I just think that it, with everything that we've seen and how he kind of misunderstood how they operate, uh I didn't I wasn't taken aback as much as I was with something like BVS. So Sure, sure. But sure, the sure, Nolan sure. stuff's grounded, but but he was doing that and then of course they they you know when they eventually rebooted kind of things with 2013 with Man of Steel, then Zack Snyder was the guy and, and it was off to the races, but they were so desperate to get their yes. version of the Avengers and they had the Justice League sitting right here that they, they, you know, they just kind of, they, they fast tracked it. They went, you know, Man of Steel. Okay, let's blow out this universe. BVS, which was supposed to be a, a sequel to Superman, you know, sequel to Man of Steel, then right. became a Batman movie. Right. And then became a Justice League movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, BVS these, Dawn of Justice. So you could, honestly <laughs> with these
1: where we've said it before where Marvel had to establish these characters because they weren't as well known, right? Like mm-hmm. you had to do an Iron Man. You had to do those movies because you could look at those characters on the page and be like, Oh, okay, that's Thor, but I know nothing about Thor.
0: Well, and also right? and aside from that, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Like Iron Man was a third tier Marvel they all are. character. Yeah, they all were. But the thing is that that they did such an amazing job with these films that now sure. Iron Man is an A lister. You know? Absolutely, and, he and had that
1: these movies transferred into like top tier books. Like yeah. their books all became, they put top top tier talent on their comics, and those comics became bestsellers. Like they were t- the Captain America comic uh, that was coming out prior to the movie is probably one of the best comics you will ever read in his in, in his run in that entire run of Captain America, the Brubaker Steve Epting run is. The best
0: you will ever read. So they had they had these characters that they really had to build up. But more importantly than that, even though they were extremely effective before doing an Avengers movie, is it's just good practice. It's just if you want people to get invested in a team up with why all these people have to team up and take on the world and why we should care, it's it's really hard to just jump right into it. And so clearly it was a financial decision. You know they went on the business side instead of playing it right and doing it slow and building it up Um, and ultimately that's the problem with Justice League again besides from the nitty gritty you know the important but all the technical stuff we're gonna get into is they just did it too quick I mean again Snyder he did two movies before Justice League before he started doing that you know it was Man of Steel and then BVS Dawn of Justice so Justice League light you know and and (laughs) Justice League light (laughs) I mean that's what it is no totally and so you get
1: the you get Wonder Woman as well so you've got your big your Trinity make their debut in your second movie. Yeah. And honestly, it, I, the more I think about it after watching this is they, as much as I would love to get a Superman movie with some consistency or a Batman movie with some consistency. And we're getting that next year. We're getting mm-hmm. another Batman next year. The character, those characters don't need the soul, don't need to be introduced like yeah. in their own movie, right? Like you don't, you need a flash movie, like a flash movie should have been towards the top or an Aquaman
0: movie should have been towards the top. The ones that um, you need to get to know first and get yeah, because in, yeah.
1: you know the two, you know those three, those three th- I've set up before. You show that symbol on on Superman's chest to anybody across the world at mm-hmm. any age; they sure. know who that is. they know what that is. Yeah, you don't. <clears throat> you show the lightning bolt. It's kind of like I don't know, maybe maybe it's this guy, maybe it's this guy, but like so those those are the characters you need to flesh out, and then have batman being like look something is coming but you know have that be your your tie later yeah um but But, but but the point
0: is all those years marvel gave us the individual movies and then they gave us avengers dc gave us man of steel then (laughs) justice league light then (laughs) they threw in stuff like suicide suicide squad which didn't matter yeah and then and then wonder woman was obviously the most important and i think the best one and you know at that Um, point Oh, at that point? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah no, no, at that point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So then we got Wonder Woman. And I love Man of Steel. I'm the only one here on the podcast that's never changed the Three-fourths opinion. Three-fourths of a good movie. Since day one. Well, that I mean, that's pretty good too, though. I mean, yeah. it's not... Ho- everyone else... It's not horrible. No, it's not horrible. The other guys seem to say it is awful. And so I love it. I love that the score... I love it. I love everything about it. I love. No, don't. wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> but no, <clears throat> seriously. I I think that movie is fantastic, and I can see you being a big Superman fan. That maybe you would even be more picky because you know the character inside and out. So I totally understand. Yeah. But but I think that movie was great. But really, Wonder Woman to me was next level like i think that the writing was better you know i think that the action had similar quality to where you know i think some of the same people were still involved at that point that wonder woman movie um but anyway so we get that and then we hop into justice league so so look we have no aquaman movie yet nope and he's a huge part of justice league um shazam isn't in this but his movie hasn't come out so we haven't gotten more of that lighter tone that you know we all agreed that they really nailed shazam in it Um, yeah, and then Birds of Prey, we get a Wonder Woman sequel, and then so here we are, you know, three years after, four years after the release, uh, basically of, uh, Batman versus Superman, Donna, or no, I'm sorry, of the actual Justice League. So Joss Whedon has to take over, and I think most people are familiar. It's a terrible, terrible story, so they're developing this thing. Uh, do you, okay, so do you think that they wanted him gone prior to,
1: uh, what happened with his daughter? and they used his daughter as like a cat like a oh but it's
0: because his daughter passed away as sad as that is to say and i don't know so i can't say this with certainty but my gut instinct is and it's not necessarily because they were they may have been fighting creatively but what i mean is at that point he's he's made them some money right i think that he has a good relationship it has nothing to do with him like personally but it's 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 kind of a I don't know, like a snake eating its own tail situation because I think the studio created the problem that they wanted to rush out Justice League. And then so Zack Snyder is forced to do the best he can under studio constraints. Sure. And then I'm thinking that his style and everything, like he needed time to build the characters up and then all of a sudden people are getting, well, you're rushing it, so it feels rushed. You have a dark style that you're applying to all the characters because you're making a guy that does that style To handle all the characters right and the studio doesn't want it to be a certain way we want it to have jokes now you're trying to lighten it up whatever like you know I mean there's this whole mix of things going on and so I think that I'm sure that even though he was doing the best he could under their constraints then they're looking at this and they're saying people hate these movies and they're not making the money they should and they want what Marvel does and they equate that to bright and funny and jokes. But the thing is Marvel earned all that. They earned, sure, they earned the they jokes did. and they earned the, you know, the characters that we love. We love them for a reason, not just because we don't love the characters just because they're in a funny movie. Like if the jokes weren't good, we wouldn't just automatically like it. It's, it's, right. it's a combination right. of everything. Right. And so I think at that point, DC said, well, we need to go a different direction, but our Kevin Feige, is not doesn't do the things that that we think the studio thinks writer or, or capital wrong. You know, we now have to fit. We have to compromise this guy's creative vision. Sure. And I don't think Zack Snyder after planting the seeds and trying to build this thing up would have liked that. Right. Right. And so he leaves due to a terrible tragedy uh, where his daughter died and um, he decides to step away from the project, which I Who, who could absolutely blame understand. It? I mean, I think being a celebrity is hard enough. I'm not saying they can't wipe their tears with, you know, million dollar bills, (laughs) you know, and I'm just speaking in general here, but being a celebrity is hard. Uh, Being in the spotlight, but could you imagine the pressure of a huge Justice League studio film in the public and dealing with a personal tragedy? I mean, it it would. I mean, you can't blame the guy for a second. No, absolutely not. um, No,
1: I would never. Yeah, never, never ever do that.
0: So he wasn't gonna rush back into things clearly, and they were worried about getting Justice League out, and they wanted all these changes done right. So. As you said, Joe, as sad as it sounds, but Zack Snyder steps away from the project. Now they can come in and bring in whoever they think will best suit their vision for this, uh, their version of the Avengers. So who do they get? The guy that did the Avengers. Avengers. (laughs) I mean, it's a straight, you know, straight line comparison over to that. But, you know, there are pros and cons. So like he did a good job with the Avengers and it fit the style of them. But, you know, DC and especially the universe that these characters lived in, it's a different it's a different feel right like yeah it's the, very different the characters and, and are that's different. the thing is like even in the comics
1: like dc has always kind of um at times strayed into the more uh like adult themes like mm-hmm. their comics have always kind of had uh, an adult tint to them where yeah. I, I don't think marvel has done many um uh like adult theme stories and what i mean by that is like the dark knight returns or watchmen like dc has always kind of used um top or, tier
0: talent or the green lantern finding speedy with a heroin needle in his arm i mean
1: right so there's all kinds of yes exactly there's all kinds like, of stuff and, and that, and that dc has they at, at one point they're not really like that anymore because they're yeah. owned by at&t and like mm-hmm. there's a big to do about what's what's okay content and a lot of that content is going to like create her own stuff yeah but at one point dc would take young talents and let them do like you said uh speedy shooting up on a like that's the cover of a comic book the cover the the green arrows sidekick with a with a like a a needle sticking yeah. out of his arm like cover that's of, of the funny. yeah the funny books <laughs> you know? that the kids yeah, are picking right, up on right, the rack right.
0: like and so and but to be clear we love marvel and dc that's oh my like, god we're yeah. not we're not being dc no, no, no. they just
1: they just have a different philo- at yeah. one point they had a different philosophy when it came to the content of their comics which is good like that's yeah. what it should be it should be different yeah so i kind of understand the idea that like we don't want to be like marvel we don't want to be like marvel it's like i hear you but you you cannot double down on this dark and gritty world with characters that aren't dark and gritty
0: that's the deal right so right? so this is the this is the problem so studios executives they look at numbers and they think they can do the math and just figure out a movie right and i mean these people make millions of dollars i'm not saying they don't ever make good decisions i mean clearly they get the job they do because they see results and they've earned it but it doesn't always work and especially when you're trying to it's a lot harder when you're trying to gauge audience interest because there's so many variables and you've got things like you know people really being invested in these movies and these characters and a director and they get behind him, and so they say yeah people love marvel and they're making a ton of money but then when they go and do things that completely backfire on them like you know take away a director that they love and and they try Mm -hmm. to change things to a 180 where people some people like this it just needs to be handled different i mean again so many moving parts to the thing so studios are trying to say okay marvel does this it makes x amount of dollars let's do this and try to make the same thing and that just doesn't work and for a myriad of reasons right because even though the characters, some of them are more jovial or colorful or whatever, but the universe that they rushed into existence was a dark and brooding universe right. because right. the executives back to that whole thing said Christopher Nolan Batman movies are, are the biggest movies of all time, the most critically, you know, admired movies of all time, and all this. So we have to make it like Batman. Well, he was making a Batman movie. That's right. one character, and it worked. And it one, worked there, right? right? It's one character, you know, and. It, Christopher Nolan didn't make a successful movie because it was dark and brooding. He made a successful movie because he captured the character of Batman who's dark and brooding, right? Right. So like right. it's not as easy. And that's the thing that you can't see on a piece of paper when you're looking at numbers. So Zack Snyder already established uh his version of Man of Steel, which again I think is great. I know that it is a little more dark than some people, but you know, that's his take as as the director I, the, and my writer. only
1: my only gripe with those movies is with both Batman versus Superman and man of steel is, is just the idea that Clark can't Clark struggles with where he belongs in the world.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. And I'm like, Nope, that's not like when that's not a
1: thing. That's the problem with
4: the
0: characterization of it. And that's why I say, I mean, I love that movie, but I can understand that complaint. It doesn't ruin the movie for me, but you're right. The problem Zack Snyder had in that movie and in BVS Dawn of justice is understanding these characters. Yeah. He's a great visual director. You absolutely know? yes obvi- there's some obvi-
1: great great wonderful visuals incredible in all of the movies and, yeah yeah
0: and and he obviously he's a good writer he's he's written a lot of these movies that he's done and um i'm not saying he's the best but he has written a lot of successful movies and adapted successful sure. movies sure so, um he's a talented guy and he really knows how to make things look kick-ass but the problem is is that some characters don't do certain things that would make them appear badass to people that aren't thinking about the character they're just thinking of the sequence right and so I mean that's where you get into the problem with Batman versus Superman is basically which became a Batman movie right. instead of a Superman right. sequel. Batman's killing people all over the place. Yes, he doesn't do and that. And that happens in this movie too. Well, but like, I one, think Wonder Woman's killing people all over the place. But I but Batman's the one that doesn't kill. I Correct. I don't care if one, I mean I don't I understand that it's not like you want your heroes all over willy-nilly, but the the one the hard the hard rule is Batman doesn't kill. And, and then so, he did Superman. Right. But again, we've gone get, over it.
1: So like that, that scene in man of steel,
0: I get it. Right. Like he's, he's posed with no choice and he makes it. And like I said, I bet he'll never do it again because that right. was the, like, that was his lesson. And it was clearly an insane situation with an insane power that was going to destroy the whole world. So like if he was going to do one, I mean, come on. And it's I, it, like, I will, it is a kind of a
1: throwback to the comics is like that Superman had to do that in the comics. And it, broke him for a while so like i can accept
0: that one and he followed that perfectly it did he he was i mean he was destroyed you could tell in that scene having to do that right it was a terrible decision to have to make so anyway but but i think batman was the biggest problem but also certain aspects of of superman like you mentioned did not he didn't exactly hit the bullseye on some of those and and so the problem has been with the characterization and not understanding them as well so i think that's why most people us included had issues with with BVS aside from and but then the script was really bad I mean yeah. it was there's a lot of problems with that movie but I think that I think this one what was really special about this one well we should probably let let's before we get into those little aspects back to the story so um joss whedon they hire because he did avengers he obviously has that writing style where he can inject a lot of humor but also knows how to direct action Um, we won't get into the personal stuff of why he's canceled right now but he's a scumbag but but the reason that he got the job was because he's a good director and understands knows and knows how to do these things and uh, the biggest comic book property they're trying to emulate why not go and hire their guy right so so they get him on board and justice league 2017 is an absolute Wreck. Disaster. it's just it's just a mess it's so bad they tried to cram in an origin story basically because we mm-hmm. only had superman and then batman was like became an origin like went into a superhero <laughs> sequel not that you need an origin for him but i just mean like the batman movie was really a miniseries sequel it really became a justice league Setup movie so you know it was such A mess setting it up and then you have to have The four other characters and I only say Four but then there's other villains Then there's other heroes that come Up and like in the background and you know There's so many people but the the main Six are are what who make up this Justice League and we only really Know two from this universe here's The bonkers thing that I just I've
1: yet to Wrap my head around is You do have these six but it's like There's a whole generation of Kids well adults now who grew up with the Justice League? Who grew up with the cartoon? And it's Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, The Green Lantern, uh, Hawk Girl, and the Martian Manhunter. Right. So, and and I get that like they want to put certain characters front and center, but it's like, why not take advantage of that fan base? I, right? I like agree. If you show them, like, look, this is the Justice League that you grew up with. We're going to put them on screen. You get a diverse uh cast so right so you use john stewart you use uh hawk girl so you've got uh, you know not just one woman on this team cyborg is much better in the snyder cut than he was in the justice cut
0: well because they didn't completely eliminate him that's true that's very true they took away all like anything that had any kind of a heart any kind of a th- uh, moment that would get you to care about the character if you weren't already familiar with cyborg i know that he's a fan favorite from the teen titans go and and you know he's become this super you know popular character but right um for people that just watch the movies that are introduced to cyborg what they gave us didn't give us anything to really care about him and so but but to get to your, back to your actual point here, Joe, the thing is, yes, I know there were a lot of characters in the stuff that people grew up with, but you have to remember, this is a movie, and they we don't have 100 episodes, we don't have that kind of runtime, right? So they can't... I mean, six is a lot, especially without all of them having their individual movies. So sure, I think sure. any additional characters,
1: especially... Oh, no. I just mean like take out Aquaman, take out Cyborg, and then plug in uh, Jon Stewart, plug in an Girl. And we've already been, I mean, spoilers ahead of time. Like we know that the Martian Manhunter exists in this world. Mm -hmm. So you've got your six, but you've got a six that I would say, I mean, everybody recognizes from the cartoon.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know. I think think the six that they have are are perfect for this day and age. And uh, quickly, I'll say they clearly thought that jason moe would make an awesome aquaman they weren't wrong guess what newsflash <laughs> incredible and this movie totally <laughs> bad. i will like, say it's it really is weird to
1: watch this movie and then watch aquaman sure because like amber heard has a british accent in this movie yeah and she does not aquaman, in aquaman
0: aquaman wasn't out yet right right so and volko's hair is different like so it's a very different you know yeah well vocal i mean willem defoe looks awesome with the long hair totally and the, the no i'm with you it. but like they totally. they change the way they
1: talk in yeah. the water like it's it the just Games shows you Aquaman is very different yeah they they didn't
0: the they didn't care what Zach was doing at this point. That's exactly that's right. Yeah, right. I mean, right. that's the only option. If if this was going to be cohesive, and I mean, you're talking about this is the guy that did your first two movies and started off this new universe, and then they basically just said, "Okay, James Wan, you go over here and do this," you know, without he was like, talking. Okay. To, you know, <laughs> it's anyway. So that's that's the whole mess behind this thing. But I think that what they did was right. So you have to have Batman. You have to have Superman, two of the most popular characters of all time. You get to the Trinity. Those are the yeah. three you need. Yeah, you've got Wonder Woman, and of course she had her awesome movie so that was proven correct and then for the other characters the flash one of the most popular shows on the cw that they have so okay so i'll just get this out of the way this is not barry allen
1: this characterization of this character is not barry allen like this is wally west yeah gotcha. so there's two yeah. flashes right like yeah. there's two there's barry allen who's the silver age flash then there's uh wally west who's the flash that i grew up with mm-hmm. The the characterization of this this version is one hundred percent Wally West. He is not Barry Allen. Yeah. The the flash we get on the T V show is uh spot on yeah. Barry Allen.
0: I love like that the, show. It's fantastic. I like you know it's the, so all the actors, you know, the story. I mean, it's a CW show, so with that comes CW budget, CW special effects. Unless you
1: watch Superman and Lois. Because that looks complete, like, that well, looks like... But that like,
0: was done eight years after the other...
1: Like, they've earned no, that. No, no, no. I mean, the Superman and Lois TV show on the CW right now.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've earned that at that point. Oh, I'm sure, sure, about sure. I'm with you. Without Arrow, first of yes. all, none of them. But right. without Arrow and without Flash, you don't get a Superman and Lois. Because now they've got the money. They know that it's uh, that it's their you know most popular show and all that so i'm just saying yeah it's different but when when that show started you know it falls into all the cw whatever yes, you know yes. but it, it, it's still the heart of that show the heart of the characters and the writing in that um and then just yeah the barry allen is a fantastic yeah he's fantastic yeah, Greg so gustin I, is is awesome yeah i so
1: i just kind of i don't know it's hard for me because i grew up with wally west yeah and wally west was my flash totally um
0: but, but my my point, let me just wrap this up, yeah. is that I think they chose each one right and strategically for the time, who the popular characters are. Totally. You totally, can only yes, do yes, so yes. many in a movie. So anyway, that movie comes out. It's a complete disaster. They try to pack in four new characters and two, one that we've hardly seen is really established, into a two-hour movie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's different when you have <laughs> Avengers because, again, we've had all the, the, the four others. We know had everybody. Their, or, yeah. They did it in a two hour movie. So Zack Snyder had this idea with the way that um with the way that they were trying to rush it into existence. He's like, Well, I need the time to do it. Like you're okay, you want a Justice League, that's fine we haven't had these other characters show up yet. So like, let's get their backstory. Let's tell the audience where they're at, because if you just throw them in there, who cares? Right. Like right. cool, cool suits, cool action. But you know, what are these guys doing? And why do I care as a film? Right. Like, so not, not just saying comic book, but when you're talking about characterization and, you know, you want, you want, um, you know, writing that makes you actually care about a character and, you know, you have to build up to that. And so given the choice of, having no choice but to rush this and not get thrown into individual movies you know he writes a really long film he writes an epic mm-hmm. that's going to be full of all this stuff and introduce the characters each one of them cyborg is going to be the heart of the story and of the team and uh you know and and, and uh the studio goes and they say they say add more jokes and cut that thing down to two hours and so really whedon for better or for worse you know him the man and the director, but he really didn't have much to work with. I mean, he had two hours to do all this. Right. And what ended up happening was you lose doomsday. You lose that whole plot. It's like Steppenwolf is the bad guy. They don't, they mean dark side. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. So they, so we lose all the dark side stuff and Steppenwolf becomes the villain instead of working for dark side for
1: no reason. Like, yeah, you, you, you there's don't get,
0: no motivation for Steppenwolf whatsoever. Exactly you don't understand why all this is happening so and, you know, and we'll get into that amazing sequence that was added that, that yeah. when Wonder Woman says all this stuff that happened um, but you cut that whole element out right you have to start chopping things because yeah you've got two hours what do you cut so yeah why two villains or why a villain following another it's like no we just we will go with the one villain which you lose a lot of the motivation you lose just some awesome which, action sequences yeah, which makes a Steppenwolf make no sense. Yeah and Steppenwolf like, okay let's Let's talk about Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf
1: yeah. looked
0: awful in that 2017. Oh, version. terrible. They it gave him a like joke. a human,
1: like a weird human face. And like, oh. so this version.
0: But the CGI itself, like oh, it was the, terrible. Desi- the design was terrible and the CGI was terrible. And most of the CGI was awful in that version. Oh, um, yeah.
1: the. I mean, yeah. we can talk about the mustache, but it's like, yeah, well, you know, and, that's and, that's scraping the. The surface exactly. with it, what happened.
0: Absolutely. And so you've got a two hour movie where you have a villain that really doesn't have a motivation and you have to introduce four superheroes yeah, with right, the other right. two and it's a mess. So we all know how that ended up and really just close the chapter. You're gonna never watch that movie again. I no. I see no I reason. almost
1: wanted to watch it like after just watching a, yeah. just to see but I was like, no, I can't Why? do it. Like just forget it. It's yeah. I mean,
0: I understand from a historical purpose or if we were a podcaster making a video of just let's compare, this was different. Right, right, but right. It, there's it's it's horrible. It was unwatchable before. And when you see this movie, I can't see how anyone whether you even like this movie or not, I really can't see how you would go, That one was better because there's nothing it's impossible. There's yeah, no way. There's and noth- I and
1: like yeah. I, I guess with this one I don't I didn't hate it. I didn't like it but i definitely think it's it's a vast improvement uh over the first one and that's not to say that there aren't parts of this that i didn't like because there are there are some mm-hmm. things in here that i thought were really good and really interesting mm-hmm. uh and i wish we had gotten more of that um but i just think overall this this version of the dc universe is not not my version and it's hard for me to disassociate with this version and what i believe these characters should be Sure,
0: but it's, I can appreciate hard, that. it Yeah, it's a know. tough, it's a tough call. And I mean, to that, I say when I, I kind of look at things when I judge them as a film critic. When I'm writing reviews, I have to judge the film based on what the director and the writer totally. set out totally to do. Totally right. And yeah, you're so, on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not on there. I don't have to do that. <laughs> but <laughs> but the just the way that I think about it and, and look at it is this. So yes, it, if you have, it, it's really hard to forget your. Your, the history you have with the characters or a, a film itself right so if you watched a movie for the first monster squad okay yeah you watched that as a child okay uh, yeah yeah young enough yeah yeah you you love that movie and it has mm-hmm. nostalgia it has all this we you know we all watch the other some of us watched it as adults and we're like this didn't work but you're crazy cr- it's it's one of the best movies ever made right right so it's it's, all, it's basically impossible for you to not think that way right because you can go oh i'm totally not being nostalgic i'm just going to be objective <laughs> well how how does your brain you can't you just can't you can say you're going to do that but you still have a whole brain full of memories with it and and action beats and and lines are going to hit you different you just you can't erase that right so anyway the point is i understand why you would feel that way because you know the characters inside and out you've got them you have artwork on your body to prove that you love these I do. characters. Yeah. Yeah. In, st-
1: in, in, in that defense, I've also got Spider-Man and Colossus on my body as well. Just for, the- Oh
0: yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, right. it's not a DC thing. So no, so it's hard for you to disassociate that. And I totally understand, but the way that I look at it and I love these characters too. And DC, I Batman's my favorite character. So that's why the BBS stuff bothers me, especially because it's just, it just didn't feel like Batman for a lot of it. But, um, I look at it as Zack Snyder made this universe as much as you, I, anyone else doesn't like it. This is his universe with these characters. Yep. 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 And I went in and I judged this movie based on what we know is his universe and what he tried to do. And I mean, I think he hit it out of the park. I, I thought this movie was really good. I, I, I gave it a B plus in my written review. You know I don't think it's perfect I don't think it's an a plus 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 I'm looking I think a on plus is a reasonable score for this movie yeah I mean I for what for what he set out to do with a comic book movie juggling all these characters making us care the action the score you know I'm just thinking of things off the just all these topics I'm like I think he nailed it more mm-hmm. often than not and I thought it was a really compelling movie and I keep saying it is long I mean that's a fact it's a long movie but it doesn't feel long to me it felt more epic like uh, a Lord yeah, of the Rings th- or something where you're trying to build up to this you know to the climax and, and give the characters you know like why do we care frodo's bringing this ring you know to the mountain why do we care even the
1: trees walked in those movies
0: yeah <laughs> so exactly so <laughs> you know this movie and i'm not just trying i'm comparing it because those are that's an epic right so i'm not no, talking I think, about I think anything that's fair else. It,
1: i definitely did not i started this uh like halfway through the day on a friday no mm-hmm. yeah on a friday uh, and it did not feel like a sludge, which is kind of what I thought it was gonna be, is yeah. like, man, four hours, this is gonna take forever. Same it here. moved at a pretty good clip, which mm-hmm. I appreciated. Um there are some things that were a little bloated and a little um unnecessary, sure. but I don't feel like it it there was no point where it was dragging. Yeah. Like and I don't every think scene those... had its purpose and I get it. So like the only scene like I'm talking about is like Aquam the aquaman there's a lot of slow-mo for jason momoa with like water around him he's a good looking um, guy i mean who can totally totally but like, i thought the
0: same thing too where i'm like that's a lot of slow motion shirtless sure again and we're doing
1: it again and, and then and, i'm
0: like it looks great but i just yeah. was like huh but the it is a look, little
1: wonky in parts um oh, I, I love think the, the, they, score. They, the score i don't have a problem so with the sound much of better. it but like
0: the there's what the music choices or the score the score okay um that's junkie xl the the guy that did mad max fury road yes he's like he's good like i have no issue that but
1: like they definitely i feel like they turned it up uh whenever wonder woman would do anything Mm -hmm. like i saw i saw a meme of like wonder woman going to the fridge to get a yogurt and like
0: the music starts playing
1: like with her music and i was like that's kind of spot on
0: um but like it's her theme it's supposed to invoke all the feelings you have from the movies and when you see the character I mean, it, but i
1: don't need it i need uh, to me that theme becomes more important when you when she's going into action yeah not when she's like looks at paper
0: yeah you know I, don't, what I mean I, I don't remember being misused that badly in this in this film like I mean, okay. that it just that never hit me you know i her theme came up when she you know does that first big fight yeah which yeah. was good where because i don't th- i don't think her theme came up or at least in the same way so like the, i think it did in the in the whedon cut or overall y- no I, I in the whedon cut i don't think it like hit the same way like sure, Junk- sure, sure. junkie xl you. chose and snyder chose to introduce things to where to me at least it felt more organic but that's the other thing is that um whedon and wb fired junkie xl who did the entire score he already had the whole score for the Snyder cut. They fired him and hired Danny Elfman, who, I mean, I'm a fan of Danny Elfman, but this, compared to what Elfman did, like, Elfman didn't even use the Superman theme. I'm sorry, the Man of Steel theme. The Man
1: of Steel theme. Yeah, 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 because he did use the Superman theme.
0: Yeah, but it's like, but that's that's not what we're doing here. We have Man of Steel. We have Henry Cavill. You need the Man of Steel theme. Like, yeah, that's cute, and we all love Christopher Reeve Superman, but we're not in that, we're not doing that, He's not that Superman. And so... I mean that trailer and I've said it before I'll say it again and again and again that I think it was the third trailer for Man of Steel like seriously I could feel almost tears like it was a beautiful one of the best trailers of all time mm-hmm. but he invokes that Man of Steel theme and yeah, they do yeah, that Yeah there's
1: there's a the when we get the ramping up that
0: dun 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 you know Yeah and, and, and you,
1: but you also get it you, like the the, the the slow piano when Clark comes back and he's in the field yeah, which yeah, I think that's is slow, uh, yeah. that's so good. Like I thought, I did, th- I did like. I don't know why that didn't.
0: They're crazy. I, that's, that's not in the Whedon cut, is it? No, they're crazy for not. They having... took that out. Yeah. So so yeah, and they put in the Christopher Reeves Superman. It's like, but I, again, we love it. But that's not what we're doing. So right. they made a lot of choices that were terrible, like that. But but anyway, Junkie XL had the whole score written they fire him they hire elfman to do his own thing which just does not work and, and then he Junkie... just did
1: like the batman score
0: <laughs> the superman score yeah, yeah. like it's just like yeah, the 89 like, 78 batman like oh yeah so so they hired elfman to play the greatest hits cd from dc <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> anyway but i i love elfman i mean the simpsons Night, nightmare batman or um, Night batman, before batman, Beatles, christmas stuff, yeah. batman i mean yeah we can go on and on like i love danny elfman but it didn't work on that one so Junkie XL comes back. He writes a new score to go with the new cut. So, um, and I, it's hard hitting. I mean, I've seen some clips online that just literally show the like the the Whedon cut from a certain scene. Oh, and sure. Junkie XL ramping it up with his music. I mean, again, Mad Max Fury Road. I mean, right. first of all, if you haven't seen that, why are you listening to a podcast? Go watch. <laughs> go. I will pause this. Wait for you to watch Mad Max Fury Road. I actually went back and rewatched the first two
1: recently, like in the yeah. last six months. Man those are some movies like holy shit (laughs) like those are so
0: good george miller's awesome so yeah uh, yeah. i'm excited to see what he does with the furiosa movie that'll be cool you're
1: excited to see what he didn't do for the justice league
0: well that's a whole different thing and we're not going to get into that that (laughs) massive a thing and and some actors involved but anyway so the 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 thing is so junkie xl comes in with this hard-hitting score it's awesome so they ramped that back up um but but oh yeah, so we kind of brushed over. So we're we're past the 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 uh, Justice League as we call it. Uh, yeah, it's terrible, awful. Um, and then fans, how did how did they hear about it? Man, I don't remember. How I, did I think? I think he.
1: I think Snyder like said something. Was it rumor though? Um, I mean, I'm sure there was a rumor, but I'm almost positive Snyder said something like a convention to the where he's like, that, I like have a... "It exists." Okay. Or there's okay. something out there that exists, and okay. then. There was just like this fervor. I don't know how else to describe it, th- where people who, free- were are freaking out. Basically, that's the only way you can I can describe it. That mm-hmm. they want this Snyder cut, release the Snyder cut, release the Snyder yeah. cut. Like it's there's a there's like a billboard or a like a poster at San Diego, yeah, saying to release the Snyder cut, and WB saying it doesn't exist. It doesn't
0: exist um and then zach snyder like shows a film canister that says yeah they're like snyder cut and you're like <laughs> and his handwriting still drying on the tape yeah snyder right, right, cut. right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh there it, i mean it reached we've never seen anything like it no no i'm trying to think of like for better and for worse before. because it correct it has no, sets a pretty. really bad precedent it, it does and so what i will say just about that whole thing and we can move on so we can start talking about the the different chapters in this movie uh is that it was a crazy story. We've never seen anything like it. I don't know that we ever will again. Uh, they were able to resurrect this movie from that came out in 2017 that was awful and basically recreate the movie. It's not just recut it. It's a
4: recreation. It's a, re,
1: it's a completely it, – I, I almost wanted to compare it to The Godfather 3 Yeah. yeah. where it's a sort of a recut. It's this director's vision of what this movie was going to be. We know we. If you go back and listen to the episode on on Godfather Three, we tell yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, it's a completely different movie. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's it's paced completely differently, and that's what this is. Like yeah, it's, it, a comple- it, it's it's not a recut. Like this is
0: a completely different movie. But more so, I mean, uh, Joss Whedon uh, scrapped basically everything Zack Snyder did. Not just his story, but a lot of his shots. Uh, mm-hmm. The best parts of the Whedon cut are. Zach's Zach action sequences, right? <laughs> right, right? And then the writing and the story and all that is just a mess. So um, with him taking away 80%, I mean, this is like you said, I mean, really, we don't mean it like, uh, you know, hyperbole. It, it almost is a completely new movie. And I think that's why what was so refreshing, because, you know, I went into this saying that other movie's terrible. Right. So by default this will be better but but will it really be good because that movie was so bad but we didn't. And because
1: Batman versus Superman was is not good. Right, right. Like I I, I you look, I I've come to the point in this pod, like by doing this podcast that if you like that movie, fine. I'm happy you got to I'm happy you got something you liked. Oh, yeah.
0: I'd never begrudge anyone for liking I, a movie. I would
1: that, though, cuz it's like this movie sucks and you're stupid for liking oh, it. No, like it's, stop. you're the you are <laughs> the reason. Well, I spe- and, but I've gotten to a point now <laughs> well, that I'm so far removed from it okay. that it's like, look man, if you get something it sucks that I have to hitch my wagon to one universe because I I mean, I've got I've got t- 30,000 comics, right? And it spans all universes so many writers so many so many artists. writers so many characters it's, and yeah. like i don't like but dc are the characters that i started with right so it's hard for me to go into these movies and be like god damn it like can you just make a movie that
0: i enjoy but i realized that's very it's like selfish easy but easier said than done man you just you just said why it's so hard they have whatever hundreds of thousands if not millions of comics stories out there to pull from and they have to come up with one movie and guess what that movie they come up with isn't going to be everyone's favorite storyline everyone's favorite issue so man it's it's so easy to you know armchair quarterback or whatever you know kind of a thing like these guys have what i always say is i think it's a miracle that any movie gets made let alone uh, masterpieces, right? Right, because it's right. hard enough to make a movie, all the moving parts, and so it's hard enough to make one. It's hard, harder to make a good one, and it's insane to me that these incredible ones come out of it. And man, they're they have too, so much uh, material, so much source material. It's yeah. impossible. But anyway, so. You know, the fan base rallies, for better or for worse, like I said, I don't condone or agree with any of the toxic fandom. Um, I've never have. And, and honestly, why I was completely off-put and, and worn out by the Snyder Cut thing. That's
1: kind of where I am, too. Like, I'm, I'm agreeing. Like, I totally agree with you, where it's just like, man, shut up. Like, let it go. And I get that you want to see this version of it, but it's not coming. What? And then <laughs> right, oh, HBO Max is like, uh, you know that thing that you guys have been clamoring for for the last four years? It's coming, and we've
0: got it, and Zack Snyder's coming back. This movie, during a pandemic at that, has gotten more press than any Uh movie, I think, in the history of film. (laughs) Can you think of another movie? I don't care. I'm I'm talking about it. I don't care if it's Titanic. Seriously, I'm telling you, this movie, especially if you're online and you see social media, and then you hear all the news stories coming out, I mean, this is unlike anything. This is pretty much like a one in a million chance that... Yeah, a director would get a second chance like this. I mean, a lot of them get to make directors' cuts, but this was a director, but you don't get to go back and reshoot and redo stuff. the movie. Well, right. sometimes, sometimes, I guess, well, maybe you're right, probably not go back and film, but you get to choose things that were filmed that they didn't use or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. But, but, this, I mean, he goes, he went back in and redid stuff, but it re-film I was, stuff. I was gonna say, he got 70 million dollars <laughs> to reshoot a movie. You know, a movie that already was a two to three hundred million dollar movie, uh, right. maybe even before the redoes, you know, whatever, like all the footage they had, you know, um, that they used. I mean, all that stuff that, you know, they have to account how much they paid for that. And so you get another 70 million to redo a movie and then it ends up coming out and it's like. Yeah, that was a lot better. I mean, right. It it everything lined up, and so again, we don't condone any of the toxic fandom, whether it's Star Wars or, um, or DC Marvel. It doesn't it doesn't matter, right? So like, there's no place for it. There is no place. I, agreed. So we're not supporting that, and so that's one of the things I kind of hate is that when I say the Snyder, what Zack Snyder's Justice League is really good, I think probably people automatically assume I'm part of that, but I'm not. I I hate BVS. Right. I Man of Steel. I love. Wonder Woman, I love. Aquaman is really good. Shazam, Aquaman, like they're all, it's, That's the thing is like post Justice League,
1: Shazam is a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aquaman is a big. I mean, it's not very good, but it's a big dumb action movie, and you're that invested in his character. Really
0: cheesy, but it's real fun. bad. It, but it's yeah, fun. but it's a big I, fun movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, Birds of Prey is serviceable i think there's some good there's some good stuff in birds the of Bray, john wick uh action like some of the stunt yeah. action choreographers i think margot robbie carries that and if it's not margot robbie that movie sucks yeah. but uh is it journey journey smollett oh she's so good yep journey smollett the yeah. both of them like uh, they could they could do i don't know give i like Mary canary. elizabeth weinstead like those three of them i was yeah. like let's go let's do it totally but give me um, the, give, give me, me that
0: Woman. black canary standalone oh album. yeah so I'll good give me that yeah. all day uh, One woman eighty four is not good. One woman eighty four is terrible, and again, that's not coming from a place of like toxicity no, or anything. I, I I hate BVS. And I hate Wonder Woman eighty four. It has nothing, Correct. and I and I and I like Birds of Prey. So it has nothing to do with that. So I'm just saying for people that jump the gun, and it's not our listeners, but if it's a new listener that doesn't understand where we're coming right. from, right, right, we're right, not right. just a couple of two white dudes saying that Wonder Woman eighty four sucked because of some weird agenda. No, 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 no. It's not no. like that. But it's a terrible movie. The action, the writing, the the story is a mess. It's it's bad. Right.
1: It's a, it's a big. It's it's crazy. The dip in. Quality the from word? the first, to the quality second. from the first movie. yes. it's yes. Un- unreal. Same
0: people, but I think, I think that I think that some of Zack Snyder. Well, remember Zack Snyder? He's a producer and name like credit on. Oh sure, that sure, sure. one. But you got to remember that he was the Kevin Feige. Zack Snyder was building the universe. I think he had more influence, and especially right. on the action stuff. Action stuff in the first Wonder Woman is awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Like that action was great. Action in the second Wonder Woman so is goofy. terrible. So yeah, so goofy. you know so anyway. Um, my my whole point of this thing that I'm saying is that I, I think that sometimes automatically people associate um people liking a certain thing with the movement, right? Because the very right, vocal right. majority stands out. So like um, you know, like Jeff, our friend that, that we talked to online and, and he loves um, he actually loves all the Snyder stuff, including BVS, the Ultimate Edition. He's wrong, but it's fine. No, I'm teasing. Yeah, but you I'm know, totally and, teasing. And, Jeff. and he hated the the Joss Whedon cut, but he still watched it more than like we did, for let's say, because you know he's into this stuff, and and that's great. There's no calling out. I really think that's great that he likes it and whatever. And he's a very respectful fan that wants the Snyder Absolutely. cut released, right? Yeah. Like,
1: and he's and here's the thing: is I think that a lot of the fans who clamored for this uh, take themselves very seriously. Yeah and Jeff to what we've talked about is does not take himself as seriously so he is definitely open to having a like a a, a jab contest yeah you know and he's and, and like but there's no malice behind it right No. and i think that is what's missing from the folks who
0: took to twitter every 3 minutes to post about this right like so just, the main point is that i just you know want it to be known people that listen understand it but <clears throat> there's there are good there have been really really good supporters and proponents of the release the snyder Cut movement there's people yeah. that enjoy those movies that's fine and they want to see more which who wouldn't <laughs> maybe making the argument that there's good people on both sides isn't the best argument to make <laughs> no i didn't say there's, no, no no there's not no, good people there's good and bad people on <laughs> yeah right right, right. yeah, yeah no, no there are people that have been really supportive of the snyder cut And without their support, too, there have been some some bad apples in there. But, you know, without that movement, we wouldn't have gotten this movie. I mean, for what it's worth. And, you know, not only is it a much better film and there's some really cool stuff. But, you know, for Zack Snyder, this is a man that left a project, left, left something he was, you know, working on night and day, building this universe. You know, and he left it due to a terrible tragedy. Sure. And so think about the piece and how cathartic it is for him to be able to see his vision through. I mean... I, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's great that we they got this better movie and that it really did improve things, and it's cool. But you know, I think that's really cool for him on a personal level to be able. Yeah, to do Yeah, I that. think uh,
1: we see it a lot. Is studio interference tends to just screw up a movie? Yeah, like these these executives who think they know what's best. Nine and a half times out of ten, always screw it up, right? Do I need fifteen cuts of Blade Runner? No, <laughs> you know, like do I need Other cuts of things that are a little bit more bloated, not really, but when you hire some creative person... Yeah, Daredevil. Jesus. Uh, When you hire a creative person to come on, and then you cut their legs out from underneath them... I mean, Avengers 2 is a prime example. Like, that is fine. Like, it's it's not one of my favorite entries into the MCU, but the studio got way involved with that and kind of screwed it up a little bit. Um, So, when studios do that and they think they know what's better when they don't when you have certain people uh you know what I'm just going to say it. when Jeff Johns and Joss Whedon come in and try to d- completely take out a character that d- Jeff like the the cyborg Ray Fisher story is very interesting mm-hmm. uh in that Ray Fisher to his to his credit has been very outspoken about how um Joss Whedon and Jeff Johns kind of shit all over Zack Snyder and his vision And it's like Jeff Johns wrote a Justice League comic where Cyborg was on the team, right? Like in the new 52, when they rebooted the whole universe, he, they, they put Cyborg on that team. So it's like, I don't understand what they're doing. And, and Jeff Johns refuses to let go of the silver age. Jeff Johns is the reason Barry Allen is back and he's the reason that Hal Jordan came back. So there you have these people who, um, who are in charge of the creative process who come in and basically crap all over the guy that this cast and this crew and this creative team put their stock behind? Yeah, and you just create this toxic environment on set, and it can ruin an entire movie,
0: and it did. Yeah, it's a it's a mess. I mean, none of the none of the people <clears throat> have. I don't think any of the main actors have ever been like against Zack Snyder or or more no, in favor of the reshoots. That's and what I mean. We know I know that
1: I, Jason Momoa was front and center with Zack Snyder but I
0: mean all of them like all of them clearly I mean they all came back for these reshoots on, on this newer version you know the additional footage they had to film Right, like they're in his corner and I think they see what the studio's done and you know at the end of the day when you're an employee basically like I mean you know they got paid they did their work but I think that they were always wanting to see his vision and they came together and made that happen and right it's great so i'm i'm happy for Zack snyder and i'm also happy that we have another justice league besides that 2017 version i think again just throw that away <laughs> this is not Justice League director's cut. It's a different movie, right? It's so a different movie. Yeah, this it's is which Zach's, gives it a different title, which yeah, makes it's sense. Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? And that name above it isn't just like a, you know, Francis Ford Coppola's, like, you know, just Bram, not like Francis just, Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Right. It's not just there because it's like, yeah, that's in my contract. Put it on there. The title change is because it is a different movie and it is his vision and his movie. So it's, right. it's a cool thing. So I'm glad we got it. So let's talk about getting right into how this movie starts. So the... The infamous uh, the musta- mustache gate. Yeah. So <laughs> that- yeah, we know we
1: all know that like the the opening scene of the original of the 2017 release is uh, wonky Superman lip talking to a kid on a cell phone about what the symbol on his chest means. Which I gotta tell you, if I never hear that shit again, I'll be happy. <laughs> like I don't need to. I don't need to know what that symbol means or what it, where it comes from. Yeah. Um, where this one starts off pretty much at the end of BVS. Uh, with Superman being killed by Doomsday. Yeah. Uh, and he releases the scream that he releases releases this shockwave. Um, that wakes the mother that, boxes. That wakes up the mother boxes, but also kind of as like a signal to, um, things and people around the
0: world that Superman is gone. Yeah.
4: A, I, I think that's really cool. It's interesting. I think that's
0: a smart, uh, you know, to explain kind of how things got kicked off to use it be Superman's death right. and his scream. I think that's cool.
1: Yeah, so they they kind of do something like that in the comics. Um, There's a scene where Superman and Doomsday are fighting in the middle of Metropolis, and they both hit each other at the same time, Mm -hmm. and there's this massive shockwave that, like, you know, destroys. Oh,
0: right, when they kill each other. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, when they knock each other out, because, you know, about a year later, both of them are back in the comics. Right, right, right. Yes.
0: The death of Superman, the famous, that's the, yeah
1: there's a there's a one of the final shots where they smash into each other and they release a shockwave that destroys parts of metropolis mm-hmm. because they hit each other so hard. Yeah. Uh so and that in your and right this is this is the catalyst for waking up the mother boxes uh, that are on earth. Um and it's it's completely different. Like it's a completely different opening uh from the 2017 cut compared to here. Yeah, it's cool.
0: I think it sets the tone and it also gives you that continuity. You know, yeah, for what it's worth. Yeah. I mean, after BVS, because that's obviously a huge part of the plot of this, whether you like the movie or not. And I think it's cool. And the other thing is that we didn't mention about cutting people out, cutting out a Cyborg and The Flash, getting more stuff, uh, definitely in this one. But it's like Lois Lane. She's the heart of the Superman movie. Like, I mean, it's Clark and Lois. and a pregnant Lois? N- no, maybe, maybe. Yes. N- no, but I mean, not. Zach, didn't Zack
1: Snyder say that she the, the goal was that she was pregnant? She's pregnant here, and that in the third Justice League movie, Superman and Lois's son
0: becomes Batman. I mean, I get that that could have been the plan. With those, those are almost certainly not going to happen. Never say never. Oh no, but I, you know, like in this in this movie, I I think you can take it as if like she was checking. I mean, did it I don't remember it saying positive. I just saw the box like she was. Curious you know, like I, I don't remember it but felt I more open ended to me.
1: That's from Zack Snyder
0: is that she's pregnant. Right. But but okay, so so maybe that is the case. But the point right. is, if you take you Superman has just died, and obviously that has a great effect on the world, but mm-hmm. you've just built up he's built up the heart of that story and their relationship, and then they basically scrub Lois from Completely. 2017. So yeah, you earn that back here and we want to know because we care about those characters in that relationship. We want to know how Lois is feeling and how she's affected. And so yeah, it's
1: it's interesting. And I think Amy Adams is an amazing actress. I, mm-hmm. I really don't like uh, some of the things she does as Lois. Okay. Um, if she could, like I, I've said it before, stop calling him Clark in public. Yeah. Like that's not a thing. Don't do that. <laughs> Call him kal-el or call him Superman, but don't use his secret identity in front of cops and other citizens who are just like, Why does she keep calling him that reporter's name that she married? That's oh. that
0: irritates that's <laughs> like it's just like stop it. In every superhero um, movie, it's like you see the people in some action sequence and then yeah, there's a cop nearby or people nearby yeah, and you're like You're calling him by his first name. I, what are I, you doing? I think if I were for one second, I think if I were to give you my most frustrating thing about this entire movie, it is that. Yeah. Not not just for her, but when it bothered me the first time it bothered me again when bruce wayne goes to find aquaman and Uh he says and and another random guy goes bruce Wayne, and 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 everyone knows he said out loud bruce wayne and we know bruce wayne is there and then he says i'm looking for the aquaman and there's a war coming whatever i guess they kind of like oh it's they're speaking a different language they're trying to give it i can can you mean like calling arthur curry aquaman well like as in they're saying these things they're saying they're maybe they're trying to say they don't know english so but still he says bruce wayne and then all of right. a sudden aquaman shows up with batman and starts fighting and you know bruce <laughs> that's wayne fair. that's Bru- totally bruce fair. wayne just came looking for aquaman let's do the math so right it really right. frustrates me and they, again this was a similar problem with the first one it's like don't make it don't Put the name out there because then these people <laughs> they, would know. They have secret, would you like to recite their social security numbers? Yeah. Maybe their birthdays as well would
1: be great. <laughs> yes. I, you know, here's my here's my home address. This is where the Fortress of Solitude is. Come on
0: by. Yeah, exactly. So that always frustrated me, and so I think it's annoying that they even do that. Like he could have showed up without the business card and without other people saying Bruce Wayne right. and all that. Um, I think that's dumb. But that's the thing. That's another part of the, the characterization we were talking about and understanding the stories. And I'm sure they did a lot of research. I'm not saying they don't get comics at all, but that's one of the big ones. If they've got a secret identity and people aren't supposed to know it, they right, need to stop right. throwing the names around.
1: I don't even mind, like, if you're doing it in the Batcave, where you've got Clark and Bruce and Diana having a conversation, I like that. But yeah, but I, when you're in public, it's like, don't do that. We're, yeah, we're talking about
0: don't do it in public. That's a yeah, it's very right. secret
1: thing. So anyway. Um, but yeah, you get you get, a, you get a, a pretty cool, it's very Watchmen-esque, like the way this is filmed is Lois in slow motion, Mm. walking down the streets of Metropolis. Um, And what she does apparently every day is she goes to uh, the memorial of Superman and, uh, you know, talks to the cop who was Jimmy Olsen in the um, Richard Donner movies. That's the the actor that is that cop is the actor that played Jimmy Olsen. That's really Uh, awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, And she, you know, she goes and sees her fiance's memorial every day and has a you know a a reflective moment and she's not over it i don't do they give a time span between his death and where we are here is there a gap or do we know what the time
0: i guess just enough time for batman to go around the world looking for superheroes okay okay so i don't think it's too long after but clearly you know the movie picks up at the end. And then I think it just jumps forward to probably like Batman, like we need to figure this the hell out. Right, right, right. Uh, so like,
1: uh, and I think like, again, I think Amy Adams has a lot of shining moments as Lois and I like her as Lois, uh, and, and seeing her grief over her fiance who has, who was ripped from her. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it wasn't like he died of old age. Like he died saving Metropolis and saving the world. Um, it, it was good. Like I liked that. I liked seeing that. Um, so like taking her out and, and then giving her the one scene with Superman when he comes back. Is a disservice to Amy Adams, I think.
0: Yeah, well, and, and to the character and the, the the audience who's invested in them, it, it really was a mess. This one, where they get more time together, and you yeah. get the reunion, and you understand more of what she's going through because she's she would be grieving. She's engaged to this guy, and you know he dies, and and then we don't really get to follow the repercussions and and right. how she is. Right. So it, it's really nice to check in with her along and the And I also
1: way. i i hate i hate the idea that Bruce. Like that was a plot point at one point is that Bruce and Lois get together. Mm. I I hate that. I don't like. I don't like that. I don't. I, I it just doesn't like. And people are just like, well, they 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 flirted in the animated series. There's always kind of been this flirtatious relationship, and it's like I mm, I don't agree that they would end up together. Yeah. Like yeah. it. That's it, almost like saying two people who are bonded by grief end up in like a romantic relationship because they're bonded by that grief. Mm batman doesn't get to be bonded by grief from a guy he just tried to kill yeah i mean again that you know? whole
4: the,
0: the whole i mean the whole bvs storyline i'm a friend of your sons what they're not it, that's <laughs> they they rush that too i mean that that's not earned and also when you talk about like the dark knight returns it's way in the future like it's not oh yeah you know like we haven't earned, apparently we, not because we get the tumbler in this right we get the batmobile in this but the problem is is that you don't we haven't had the individual stories to have earned that story yet and right. so when they did that in the second movie yeah right <laughs> fighting right. each other after it hasn't even really we haven't For even no established reason. the relationship or of what each of them is doing together apart you know it's just it's it's doesn't work there but right so back to this movie so they changed that intro completely they they scrub the silliness out uh they show you that really awesome sequence where it goes around the world and so now we know that superman is dead and bruce wayne is faced with you know assembling the team this is why he's doing what he's doing so um this chapter they've broken the film into six different chapters and so this chapter is called don't count on it batman and uh we see batman uh going to i don't do they ever say where it is it's Norwegian country. I'm, I'm not uh,
1: sure. They don't
0: really say it's cold. Yeah, I mean it's somewhere Iceland. Yeah. It's 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 a very uh, you know remote. Cold, uh, snowy area. And so he, he's, he knows that, uh, the Aquaman comes in on the King's tide and that was the day before. And, uh, so he's trekking over the mountains. Like they, they show us why, like we never knew why before that he right. was like, why when you're Batman and you have and, and Bruce Wayne, you have all these resources. Do you just walk <laughs> through snow because it looks cool. And so, yeah. you know, they say in this one, they're like, they everything's been grounded. It's terrible weather. And you know, you know, but he, he trekked it over the mountain because that's how important so i think well know- also like he's batman right
1: like that's that's the other thing is like he's batman so he's done this before he doesn't really you know he doesn't worry about the weather he he's like this he's like a terminator kind of where yeah. he can just they're like you know when they say how did you get here it's like well he he climbed the mountains to Nanda Parbat yeah. to get to you know so he can he can do these things yeah it's without Batman. worrying That's about why it. Batman. Batman
0: is great, right? He, yeah, he right, He can do right. anything. It doesn't matter. So they explain that, and he tries to recruit Aquaman. And uh, they have this this little standoff, you know, because, you know, basically Aquaman that we know is talking to him, and he's not saying he is here. He's like, I'll send you his message, blah, blah, blah. And, and right. Bruce Wayne is is saying, this is important. Like, I'm not leaving until I talk to this guy, to which uh, Aquaman then, his temper goes a bit, and he picks him up by the collar, you know, and <laughs> throws holds him, him up against wall. the wall. And then Bruce Wayne is like, hey, nice to meet you, Arthur Curry, the Aquaman. Right. You know, and he's, he's the world's greatest detective. He can figure Here, anything it, out. He knows. This is, I, I, f-
1: mm. I know that we said that when Affleck got cast as Batman, we were just kind of like, interesting, like interesting move. Let's see uh-huh. how this plays out. Uh, and he's not, he's not Ben Affleck in the first movie, right? Like mm-hmm. he's definitely doing, uh, th- Ben Affleck I've always felt has a certain, um, jovial quality to him. Usually when well, he's in stuff, not all the time, but th- like even in interviews and stuff, like he just has like this kind of buddy feel to him. Yeah. But you have to and remember
0: when this was being filmed, he's going through a very terrible period in his is, life. But his what marriage is falling is,
4: apart.
1: He's in the Zack Snyder version,
0: he is that Ben Affleck. You do get
1: that version of like the the confident, like when when Aquaman's got him pinned up against the wall. There's no moment of hesitation. He's like, "Gotcha, yeah." Like I got no. This is, ben know, Affleck is then, on this entire yeah, movie, and
0: I kind of would like to see more of this Batman. I I didn't like the way Batman was written but I never said I didn't like Batman or Ben Affleck. i right. you know, and I'm not saying you said I did, but I'm just saying that. I, I've i always, since he was cast, and it was a big question mark, I remember finding out, sure. and I'm like, what? I've always liked Ben Affleck, but I'm like, what? Um, I think but, Tom
1: even said, if there's ever a person that's a real-life Bruce Wayne, like, it's Ben Affleck.
0: Well, George Clooney. <laughs> that's fair. That's a good one. Is, is, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's um, true. But Ben Affleck has the size. He's intimidating. That suit is incredible yeah, looking. It's a good-looking um, suit. I like him as Batman and I really like him as Bruce Wayne in this movie. Mm -hmm. I I think this is a much better version compared to BVS. And that's what I was saying to you earlier. That's what I think he, he, the parts of Batman where he didn't understand, I really do think he listened to the criticisms um, and not just when it comes to killing, but I do think that was a lot better in this movie. And then I also think the way that Batman and Bruce Wayne carry themselves. I, I just feel like he tuned in, you know, honed into the character. Yeah. Yeah. On this one, I could tell a huge difference because I hated BVS for those reasons. Right. And this one, I didn't feel like that. So even without being able to put my finger on exactly what it was, just the fact that it wasn't off-putting, where before sure. I was like, "This is awful." Um, it, it shows how far the character's gone. So, um, I yeah, kudos to Ben Affleck. I'm glad he's doing better, and uh, yeah, he nails all the, the. Oh yeah, I I think the Wayne the chemistry. Stuff. Give me more Batman and Al- Bruce and Alfred. That's the thing. Batman like, and Alfred that was is so good. That, that relationship, I mean, you're talking about it. You know, Alfred has raised him since he was a kid. And so they're right. super close. They have that, you know, snarky relationship together. It, do, it
1: felt more antagonistic before. Like, yeah, which where, is, where is, Alfred's like, you know, you're talking... The, the whole idea of like if these are if there's even a one percent chance that yeah, he's yeah. going to turn, like there's just this antagonistic relationship between the two in BBS that does you're not right. exist here.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that because again, I haven't gone back and watched the other stuff, but but you're right, there was always that like Alfred not quite agreeing with how Bruce right. Wayne is acting, and what he's doing, and then him having to defend himself or say, I don't have to explain, you know, just that kind yeah. of yeah. Um, so no, he does a really great job, but but I really, I like this scene, and uh, you know, I think when you talk about Indulging in you know the excess and maybe going a little too bit a bit too long, like I think when that lady's singing and it just follows that? her, like that's the part where you're like, and again, it didn't ruin the movie or take like away from She wanted from to it. bone him.
4: <laughs> I don't like. She smells kind of, a like absolutely was yeah. smells a sweater. Yeah, I, like, smells sweater. <laughs> I was like
1: easy lemon squeezy. But
0: those are the parts were one or two minutes there and like little things. But you know, it's his vision and artistically, right, right, right. he wanted that singing that weird ass song. Yeah, it didn't. Ruin it for me, but those are the parts where if you're like, this could be a a really great three-hour and fifteen-minute movie. That's where you'd snip like the two minutes from those. You take that whole thing out. Yes, and and not saying you have to because that didn't ruin it, but you know, there's a difference between like taking out something because you think it's bad or taking out something just to streamline it. You know, make it more sure, sure, sure. sure. So, so he basically has trouble, but he eventually he recruits uh, Aquaman right a- and then i believe uh we, we jumped s- to
1: the Di- we jumped to the diana scene okay i think with her this is the scene that we see we saw this version of it in the um Whedon cut and but there's did a lot we? of that in we saw a <laughs> version of it okay it's not like you know like but we this saw is a glimmer uh, of what happened. yeah right 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 so uh this is one there's a there's a bomb gonna go off and wonder woman smashes in and uh does some very cool Wonder Woman stuff moves it you know, stopping bullets with the bracelets and uh killing a bunch of terrorists <laughs>
0: uh well, that's the difference. Then- so theatrical cut p g thirteen Yes, Zack Snyder's this is rated, cut, rated R for sure rated R and he said that you know the reason they didn't shy away from violence is like because violence is a real thing and if you're seeing people a bunch of superheroes throwing each other and villains throwing people against walls and stuff and there's no blood then you're kind of taking away the stakes yeah so that's fair you've got I, violence I accept that. yeah you've got violence in the other one you're just not seeing blood but that's not realistic so it's still violence the difference is you know there's are you really <laughs> showing the consequences of the violence or are you going right. to try to sweep it under the rug and he says I think that does a disservice when you're basically saying that you can have all these violent actions happening like they do in the real world but then there's no consequences there's no right no death no blood so like i think it's excessive at points but him as the director and and his thought process behind it i i get it yeah uh and then there's i mean the scene that i found people are like i love this scene
1: where wonder woman asks one of the girls like are you okay and uh she's like can i be just like you and she's like you can be whatever you want and i was like you do realize you just murdered like 10 people in front of this girl <laughs> yeah. and i was like I, and i and i like i like the the sentiment like i like that empowering moment where one woman says you can be whatever you want but it's also just like maybe Maybe don't murder people in front of a child.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> it doesn't fit. I, I agree. Like, put that moment somewhere else. And I guess in The yes, Last Wonder right. Woman, we kind of got that again. So it's like, I yeah. I and agree. maybe they
1: did. That's it. Maybe they did put it somewhere else. Like, so it was they, like, here originally, and they just reused yeah, it. Yeah,
0: maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, eh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, so, like, the difference is, you know, going back to the violence part, I mean, what he shows is, is I think it's kind of interesting to see the real consequences, because sometimes you see these superheroes fighting. And you're like, well, they have such super strength. How could things not get more damaged or people not get right. more hurt? Like it'd be hard to control when fists are flying in that situation. <laughs> this is Wrestling Corner
1: where people are just where announcers, old announcers who are now just like, look, when you punch somebody in the face, uh, you're going to leave a mark. <laughs> so when these guys are out there in the ring and they're punching each other, quote unquote, in the face and there's no marks on their face, that does kind of take a little bit of the reality out of it. I was like,
0: huh. Oh yeah Never yeah look about at it that, that Jim way Ross, but thanks a lot. No, that's yeah. it's a really good comparison, seriously. Um, but so the difference would be when she's trying to stop that heist that has all these hostages and kids yeah. and everything that they've got you know guns pointed at um, and the Whedon cut, she does the wrist gauntlet thing and there's a big flash and it cuts to a different scene. And this version... Oh, it does. And this version, you see the side of the building explode. And the dude's yeah, and then hat... Like, the, dude, the dude's fedora comes fly, floating, <laughs> Like, float down to the ground. So she eviscerated the yes. bad guy. I, he, I, mean, he was about, I it, mean, he
1: was shooting at kids, so, like, I don't... He was, and they're bad guys. I totally get that they're... He opened a, an automatic rifle onto a bunch of women, children. Yes. Uh, and Wonder Woman stops all the bullets and then does the risk gauntlet thing. I also do like that they reference the fact that Diana is different than the rest of the Amazons. Oh yeah. Like that's a, that's a point that they, that they make in the, that Steppenwolf makes in this movie that uh, is one of my, one of the coolest new like wrinkles to her origin is that her dad is Zeus. So she's stronger than the rest of the Amazons. That's why she can do the, the gauntlet smash Mm -hmm. and has all that, that extra power. Yeah, we see her dad. you do? Well, I think you see your dad in the Whedon cut. You don't... Oh, do you, is he part of that? I whole think... Th- yeah, okay. he's a part of that. I trust... Sure. Me. I, yeah, maybe. I. No, no, yeah. I totally get it. <laughs> uh, you see it, and that's the other thing, is like, you get a Green Lantern in this movie. Yeah. Well, you did in the other see. one, too.
0: He just looked terrible. It's the same maybe guy. Maybe it was just like a burst of light. No, it's the same. It's the same one, oh, but okay. he looked atrocious. The CG in that sequence. But stick sticking to this part of it, though, yeah, just yeah. so we get Batman, we get Wonder Woman in the heist. Uh, we also... Was it here or was it the prologue where we got the the Themyscira scene where uh, Steppenwolf introduction you do get that which I think is a great scene great extended it's a, it's a great sequence scene. that yeah, action we're, we're sequence
1: Steppenwolf goes to get the mother box from Themyscira
0: so there's the deal so the three mother boxes are hidden and Wonder Woman will give the origin later but uh, you know through the the thing that we're going to see the flashback uh, they show that the three boxes were divided and one went to the humans one went to the Amazons and the one went, went the to the Atlanteans so, um, so Steppenwolf here is the villain who you saw in just Justice League but was like the no like he didn't know why or what he was doing humanoid um,
1: face but there was no no
0: reason for him to other than like I want to blow sh- yeah up. and so now we know right. he is coming to Earth to conquer it among other planets and he is there looking for these mother boxes at the behest of Darkseid so that's the deal yeah. so Dark side now is back in the pictures we mentioned before and Steppenwolf is here to get the mother boxes and he is pleading that please let me come home. Like I know I screwed up and betrayed you, but you know, if I can find this uh what is it, the, the what was the the anti life? The anti life equation. equation yeah. You know, can I please come back home? So that's his goal is to get back in Darkseid's good graces for we don't know why, but he betrayed him somehow. So he shows up at the mascara, and when because the mother box activates, and that's the only way they can trace them, they have to have like a high heat or high energy to awaken these boxes. And so, right. Superman's scream sets it off, and the Amazonians are all circling it and are really cool again, everything. Visually is really cool. It's Zack Snyder, the stuff looks awesome.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, so they're circling it, and this thing wakes up, and and Steppenwolf comes, and he just starts demolishing, tearing through yeah. Amazonians. Doesn't uh, even
1: th- like is not even worried about it. No, I mean he. They're they're doing everything they can to stop him, and he is
0: uh, ripping through them without a problem yeah and it's a really good way to show without a bunch of exposition like uh to gauge the power of these characters right because we don't know steppenwolf like in this universe especially steppenwolf shows up how powerful is he well he's tearing through Amazons. <laughs> amazon's you right. know like like, it's, it's a good way to set the scene and tell us without someone going, oh, I've heard he has a power level over 9,000. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? The like, back of his trading card stated that his power level was a 10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's tearing through him, and you get this really great action sequence, and one of the Amazons, uh, uh you know, they're, they're like playing keep away with the the mother box yeah she attaches an arrow to it that was that was dope shoots the arrow to get it away as he's about to grab it like again this guy i did like this so they they have this thing in in like a tomb
1: basically and they've got uh the the centuries stationed at all these little pieces and then finally uh hippolyta says shut it down and they're like swinging these giant hammers oh my gosh the way they have to close out the seal it behind them yeah. seal it behind them oh who I gosh. think one of those actresses is like it doesn't matter but her I think her name is Brooke Entz okay. and she is like she's ripped to shreds and they focus on her swinging in oh the one she, swinging the thing yeah
0: yes and she is just like
1: shredded
4: well
0: the amazon i mean these amazons are supposed to be legit and the, the people yes. they cast are you know i mean right you're talking about zack snyder made 300 remember the way all those dudes looked like yeah, this is right, the right. equivalent of that and hey you can't say like the dude did it with guys first so he did it with
1: dudes first you didn't really see women in that movie except for what's her name yeah. Lena Headley. Yeah, for it's a minute. Like it's like you see in that I saw 300 dudes <laughs> right.
0: shredded with their shirts Is off. Is so. Fastbender in that? Festbender's in yeah, that. Yeah, fastbenders in that. That's yeah. the first thing I saw Man, in, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so
1: yeah, so there's a, as they're trying to get away on on Themskira, uh, there's just great shots of like the Amazons trying to do different things to keep the box away from him
0: and it just doesn't happen no. they can't stop he, him. He grabs it and uh, he almost kills the queen but there's an, another army of amazons comes the on horseback
1: 300 if you will. Yeah,
0: I mean it's it's <laughs> huge. I mean when that moment comes up cuz you're like that was crap, cool. he's, he's cool going to kill the queen but the only reason he leaves is cuz there's just so many coming after that. Right. You know I guess the warning sirens and all that were sounded and they just you know the immediate force couldn't take him but there were a lot coming. Well, she in. says she's I think she tells one of them go rally the forces. Get them all. Yeah, 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 so yeah. there's more around the Themyscira. Right. So so we see that part and then uh the flash introduction i think is here right i think the next Uh, thing possibly or no that might be the very beginning of the second chapter actually oh maybe yeah so that could be so we go to that's chapter one don't count on it batman and chapter two uh we're introduced to the flash so before before the introduction to barry allen was him talking to his dad now the way which i think is much much better is you get an introduction to barry allen like what he's doing you know, you get how just he his day to day life. Yeah, just his quick talking. He's you know, so here's okay. So yeah. here's
1: my the
0: question I have overall. Okay. I have no problem with Ezra Miller. I think Ezra Miller uh, is fine. He's okay, R- fine. Yeah. I didn't like him before this movie. I think they did a better job. Uh, Wally West stuff aside. Yeah, I, I think he does a good job with that quick talking. Like, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't want to compare. Him Do you know like, who
1: was almost the Flash? Do you know who should? And looking back on it, still can make a really good Flash. Barry Allen. Well, I is thought Adam Brody.
0: Well, yeah, I thought so. Yeah,
1: Adam Brody was going to be the flash in George Miller's. And when you look at it, you're like, oh, that was perfect. oh yeah, there's an Ernst to him. And like, a, and then he shows up in uh, Shazam, but whatever. Uh, how does the flash get his powers if he's not
0: in the crime lab, if he's not part of that thing, how does he get his powers? OK, so in this film, in Zack Snyder's Justice League, in this universe, Barry Allen is applying to a pet shop. Well, well he's trying to get a job and he wants to be a forensic scientist to catch his dad's killer of course which is the deal but um but he hasn't but he mom's killer oh no i'm sorry, sorry the guy that yeah the reason why his dad's in jail thank you yes. uh was because uh they think the dad killed the mom but really right. it was zoom professor zoom yeah yeah so uh yeah yeah so the reverse flash
1: Yes, the reverse Flash.
0: So uh, anyway, so he's framed and he wants to become a forensic scientist. But you're right. So in this version, he's applying for jobs to just get money to work his way through school. And he eventually wants to go work for the crime lab. Well, you know, and he gets like an internship at the end of this movie Jump to jump ahead. But he's not there yet. So how do you get his powers? Great question. We haven't had a Flash movie yet. That's the problem. <laughs> but you I mean, like if
1: if Barry Allen's origin... Is he's a crime lab guy that's always behind schedule. He's always slow. He's working. The reason he's in the lab is because he's working late and he gets struck by lightning and chemicals. So he, like, that's how he gets his powers.
0: I know. This kid isn't even in the crime lab yet and he's already got his powers. I know. So we, we're just going to have to see what happens. Yeah. My guess, you want, you want me to put this down before the Flash yeah, movie yeah. comes out? I'm guessing that when Reverse Flash came and killed the mom and, you know, did all that as he was a kid. I think it's tr- like something triggered and he's going to get his powers through that event. Okay. It's just going to be my guess. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, they've also played with time travel at this point. So maybe, uh, you know, just yeah, that's just my mm-hmm. theory totally shot in the dark but if it's not the crime lab then i'm like what other would be a fitting but i'm like well the mom's death is a huge milestone in his life so give right. him his powers because zoom was there and it, you know whatever so that's right right yeah. that make, i get that makes sense yeah, yeah so fair. but we see him and it's a really it's, it's a cool sequence it's very reminiscent of uh quicksilver and days of future past you know the mm-hmm. slow motion scene adding the comedy to it uh, basically iris west is is leaving there or the area and getting into her car and he kind of bumps into her and has a moment. And then she gets in her car and there's a guy that dropped his sandwich and he's trying to pick it up. And so the, and he's driving a huge truck It hits the car. And so while he's applying for this new job, he sees that happen and we see a really, Really cool, really cool, visual. cool. It was, yeah, it was very cool. Everything slows down. It shows how he just taps the glass and it liquefies because of yep. how super fast he's moving. I thought that was a neat way to show that. And then he goes and, and, and does all the stuff, but like there's hot dogs flying cause of a hot dog cart and he looks yeah. at Iris, but then he goes over to the hot dog and puts and it in his pocket for later, come, right, right, which right. does pay off in a minute, which is cool. And then, you know, but so it's funny for him to do that during it. Uh, and then he saves her. They have a moment and he flashes away and then it it cuts to the pet store owner, and then it. I think this is the comedy beats are really good in this. I thought they were so much better than the uh, Joss cut. But you know, he's like, he's like, oh, so did I get the job? Do I start Monday? You know, well, he's, and, up, well, he's, he's sitting in the in the pit, like in the dog pen, yeah. with the. He's like,
1: you never know what's gonna happen. There could be something freaky. That's why I always keep these meat snacks. I in my keep snack with me, and he's feeding he's the, the, dogs. With the dogs. The like, dogs, yeah. Like
0: the way that it played out, and it was like. Think of all the things happening. He saved Iris. He gets the hot dog. But he didn't get it to eat later, which is what you think at first. Like, it's silly because he's like, I'll save this hot dog. No. He got it so he could flash back and be in the dog pen, feeding them to calm them down during the catastrophic event that just happened outside. (laughs) All that was one joke that tied in to an actual plot point. You know what I mean? So, like, that writing... When you write jokes no, like that, yeah, yeah, it's good. I agree. It, it, it played really well. So, it worked. So we see kind of a backstory, not an origin, but we see a backstory and we understand who Barry Allen is. And this whole scene was cut from the Whedon cut. Like this, the yeah, Iris and got
1: cut from the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, There's no time. So whole, you can't.
0: I mean, two hours is not enough time. Right. To introduce. No, I agree. The, you know what I mean? Like what I'm saying is Joss, better for, or for worse again, he had his hands tied. They want a two-hour movie. For six characters and then all their side characters I you, right you can't do it right so that's right, why this right, four-hour right. cut you say why is this thing four hours there's a reason there's a reason you know, this is why is what we're talking yeah. about
1: um, and then we do we jump to aqua or to cyborg <sighs> okay. I mean the cyborg the cyborg origin is pretty much the same yeah so so you go don't s- really change much it's miles Dyson right also yes by the way this poor guy like in, the, in his two probably most famous roles, he's flicking a switch <laughs> and blowing himself <laughs> up. Yeah, It's Like true. it's the same <laughs> scene. Like there's a scene in this one where he's he flicks a switch. Uh, I just as long as he doesn't breathe like the way he does in Terminator 2 because that's anxiety. Oh that is. Yeah he's a really good actor. (laughs) Oh Uh, no he's great but I just
0: think it's hilarious that they do the same scene in this one as well. Right yeah poor guy but you know it's his thing so you go it's his thing yeah right. Yeah so he's (laughs) um, so he's at the lab and we kind of see where the research facility is and they've got the Superman ship there which I think it's interesting that it's an open dome like I get that it's a huge area but still like you would think that you would close that off for security purposes like you would think like like a thing a roof that would close or something but anyway yeah right it looks cool and you see the the ship there and he's working there uh but come to find out that they've uh i guess uh they've taken the mother box because they know what it does you know that it's Alien technology, and I guess cyborgs hiding it at the house. Yeah, and, Sila, Silas Stone has taken the, the the mother box, and and Victor is hiding it. Yeah, and yeah. so he says it's not it's not safe here anymore because they know that there's there's some crazy stuff going down. Um, and so you know, but he, but
1: I feel like his whole origin stays the same. Where there's a car accident, and Silas does whatever he can.
0: to His wife dies. Oh sure, yeah. Uh, no. But we and see and more of it. Does whatever he can. We see. Yeah, we do, I us, guess that's true. We, we see, see time it, with yeah. the mother, so we understand like. That's the thing. When you just see a flashback and you see, you know, football player dies in an accident, dad saves him. Okay. I mean, that is an interesting origin, but we didn't get his his relationship with his mother and we don't get the relationship with the father. Why is he mad at the father, right? Because the mother's death and he blames him. Like we see more of it. And so we feel for the character instead of just going, well, yeah, that sucks. He was an accident, but cool. He was saved and he's a robot now. Like we feel the pain of him losing Yeah, there's a lot more you know
1: when, and, and Ray Fisher has said like there was a lot more here mm-hmm. uh, i think Ray Fisher is a, is a very good actor i liked him in the 3rd season of uh true detective which if you haven't seen it i do you know don't watch season 2 right. watch season 3 much better uh and he's very good here he's, he's really very yeah. good and for a guy who i mean is it, it's it's half of his face like he has got half of his face to work with it's, and that's it yeah
0: it's tough because a character like this with all the CG if it's not done right which the first one didn't look that good you know and and if the CG's not done right and you're covered up sometimes it's really hard to portray emotion and to do it well. And to his credit, like you said, he really does a good job. So, so we understand why Cyborg, Cyborg feels the way he does and why he has this Can contention. we call him Cyborg? <laughs> Cyborg. Well, it's a restaurant here, isn't it? <laughs> bring, bring him some wings. Bro. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, so, so we understand that. And I, I thought those scenes were really all handled well. Yeah, uh, I agree. And the CG looks a lot better. If you look at them. Do they, so in the Whedon cut, do they smooth him out to give him a more
1: comics accurate look? At the end of the movie? Like, does he redo his body?
0: I'm not sure. I just know it was really because simple. Because they
1: don't do that in this one. No. They let him be kind
0: of more machine than... Well, he has to, right? Because, because see, that's what we see in this one, too, and I don't think we saw it in the other one. So... Uh, the dad saves him but not by like building him a body he shoots and does his experiment at the mother box and the right. alien technology rebuilds him so he right, doesn't right, really right, right, have right. a choice as to what he's gonna look like and i and- feel
1: i feel like at the end of the Justice league is that he does kind of like change his the look of his body to give it like a sleeker Oh, More very well could. accurate but, look. But I it, think at but this
0: point, who cares about that? Because that's no, right, right, right. You know, what I mean, agree. that's not canon. <laughs> I'm just trying anymore. to think of like the differences <laughs> in, in, b- between the two. But yeah, yeah, no, totally. So anyway, um, but uh, people uh, are getting kidnapped. So the parademons, be- now that the mother boxes are awakened, uh, Steppenwolf has sent his his crew, the pair, the parademons out, and they're crashing through the lab and they're trying to steal stuff. And they were looking for the box, and they could, you know, they can sense the smell. Sure. They, and they- we should
1: say that like the this is all set in Gotham. Like all of the oh, cyborg right. stuff is set in Gotham. Yeah. Uh, so after that happens, is that cyborg buries his the, his this mother box um, in his own grave? There's uh, I I wish we had more of Jim Gordon. Like
0: this, Jim I know. Gordon, I think, is great. I know we get so J.K. Simmons is Jim Gordon when when they uh, when the sketch artist. There was one survivor at the lab, uh, you know, that was there when the Parademons came in, and right. he did a, uh, a sketch of what he looked like, and it ends up looking like he the Batman, like Batman because it's the Parademons, <laughs> the glowing eyes and the pointy ears and all that, and so. You know we get to see jk simmons jk simmons he's like, i'll talk to him which yeah i, think is, I, I wish he we had more of that i man. know he knows it's not uh, batman so he's just like you know they do the little walk and talk and he's like yeah i'll, I'll yeah. get to the bottom I, of we this. should also
1: say that at the lab we are at, at star labs we're introduced to ryan Choi, uh right. who was going to be a, a major player he is the second adam ray mm-hmm. palmer's the first one the comics ryan is the second one right um it, so he was going to be in this as the Adam. I think he was going to be in this movie as part of the Justice League at some point yeah. down the line, but that's never. Um no, but it'll come so to fruition. But Ryan Choi is in this movie. Right.
0: Me? So, you know, you're setting up more characters and obviously he was cut because there just wasn't time for it, which again, if you needed two hours, yeah, just don't throw that much in there. But right, with this right, version, right. that's the beauty of the room to breathe. While there are some extended sequences that could have been cut down a little bit, there's some important character drops, you know, name drops, or you see characters that are setting up. If this were to continue, you know, yeah. this is the way to do it. Plant the seeds and do it when you have time. And you're not just like, oh, and there's, you know, there's Hal there's no this guy, there, And then and there's, there's this. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, right, this feels right, right. more organic because you have Silas, you have Star Labs, you have, um, you know, and then uh, Ryan Choi works here. And, and so it's it's a really good way that they introduce all this stuff and, and which ends up paying off throughout the film as you care about the characters. My, I just want to say my wife tried to come down to the basement and
1: act like I wasn't going to see her. Like she's a super spy, and then like ran across. So like, (laughs) I guess she wouldn't
0: interrupt. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, oh, and one more thing we should mention is that the the thing this changes is they give you an explanation not just to how cyborg was created with the mother box, but Mm -hmm. why they think the mother box will will revive Superman because they go into the whole you know matter is not created nor destroyed. It just you know it changes, but it never disappears. So we learned that the box they refer to it as a change box. So That's how Batman, being brilliant as he is, he comes up with a plan, well, we can use this to change his form, right? So his matter still exists, but the change can bring him back to life. So that, I think that's right. a lot better explanation than, hey, this thing's powerful, let's shoot at it. <laughs> let's, and, let's, let's put some electricity yeah. into
1: it. Um, we know that there is a box in Atlantis and the Aquaman stuff is all pretty much the same, with the exception of Amber Heard having a British accent for no reason, and then not having a British accent in Aquaman. But they're um, given a lot
0: more to do at Atlantis. They are. Um, yeah,
1: there's a there's a much better fight sequence of them trying to protect the box from uh Steppenwolf that again doesn't go yeah. well.
0: And I mean Amber Heard aside the actress, but the character of Mira, I mean, she's awesome. She's Oh she's yeah, a really yeah. And cool I, character. It's
1: it's just interesting that they forget about the the air bubble to talk like that that whole idea completely goes away in aquaman they're like no we're not doing and that i they're really like talk. that i think that's smart <laughs> No, it's stupid what but a- the the did you not like you say you didn't like the air bubble or you do like the air bubble i do like the air bubble oh i
0: don't like the air bubble. i think it's smart well i mean if you're talking about more grounded i'm not saying these movies have to be but it's just like how do they talk underwater and it's like oh that they makes sense the air around. i think it's cool yeah but anyway. yeah I, I
1: think it looked cool but I just I like the idea of, of just forgetting that idea yeah. and just being like, yeah, they talk. on. I do it's agree.
0: Fine. It's smoother and it works well, like without having to come up with that extra thing. And it's extra filming and all that. So I get right. that it's more efficient. But I don't know. I kind of like that idea. But but the point is, is that they're given more to do there. And she's given more to do like when she uh, faces off against Steppenwolf. Yeah, you know, and she can control the water, her power, and so she's very like she's able to control the blood because you know your body's made up of water, and she's able to like take it out of his body. That is which is comic accurate. That is a badass move. (laughs) It is
1: very cool. (laughs) It is very cool. Yeah, that's
0: great. And Uh, then let's see. So does that pretty much sum up? I think that's chapter two. uh, What? How about Diana? Does she go to the crypt? Oh, Diana.
1: So um, Hippolyta fires the that that arrow. Uh, that lands in that certain spot and mm-hmm. everybody's like nobody's gonna know what that means and then hippolyta says she will know what it means Yeah, it's like the so tomb diana, of the amazons and so yes so diana goes
0: the only arrow that could reach the you know this world earth uh would be that uh which arrow was it the arrow of um oh dang it it's a god it's a yeah, god's
1: yeah. arrow basically I, yeah, i'm I can't just remember. blanking on that but but Cupid. it was it i don't know yeah
4: <laughs> it wasn't
0: like hermes was it
1: no, Hermes was speed, I think. Okay. Either way, there's a a, a flaming arrow, yeah. a flaming mo, if you will, uh, goes in, you know, and so Diana checks it out, and this is where we get the background as to why they are so focused on Earth. This is new. This, massive, this is really this, cool. This like, is really cool. And th- I think most of this is
0: in the Whedon cut, I think yeah, yeah um, some of that and that's where the really bad CG is but I'm just saying like mm-hmm. I feel like her going down into the crypt and telling the story from like the hieroglyphics and hieroglyphics stuff, yeah that, I feel that like cool. that was all added and really cool uh, yeah and so yeah she puts the arrow inside the spot goes down to this tomb of the Amazons which has all their history and you know there's secret stuff down there and then uh, she sees the mother boxes and hieroglyphs and then it flashes right. back and yeah and she's there dark side it. for the first time and now we see dark side whereas yeah. before it was Steppenwolf in this scene so when they flash right. back you see Steppenwolf just coming down, destroying. This backstory makes way more sense as to why Darkseid would want to take over Earth and get back there. Um, The the uh anti is an anti life anti life equation the anti life mm-hmm. equation is actually encoded into earth like, like the core of earth yes. and so you see this really badass sequence where he comes down to try to get it when he drops out of his ship and then the earth and wow, flames cool. turns into dark side symbols and like yeah. all this awesome imagery uh and then he faces off he i mean he cuts the lantern's arm, hand handoff that has the ring on it Yep, and then spears him through his chest. I yep. mean, he's demolishing people. And left. I do actually what I what I dug
1: about that is he goes to grab the ring, right? And he can't. Yeah, like the you know because the way it works is like when a lantern dies, the the ring automatically goes to find a suitable replacement inside the sector. So would that have right. been to the guy that gives it to Hal Jordan? That, so
0: it would be I don't going to the think next so. guy. I, think that, him I think
1: that ring goes to Abin Sur. Oh, okay. And then when Abin Sur dies, that ring goes to Hal Jordan.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. That's what is uh, going. Oh, I, yes, that is ring, Hal Jordan's a, ring. That will end up being Hal Jordan's ring. At it's some going way. to the guy that gives it to Hal. To Hal. Jordan. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 So uh, yeah. So you know he does the sequence, but but we end up we see Zeus and then we see, um, Ares. You, yeah, the, the Atlanteans,
1: the 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 Atlanteans, the gods, uh, and the humans join forces along with a Green Lantern, and they so push it's like Lord of the Rings, right? It is exactly See what I'm saying. Like Lord of the Rings. It's like yeah. when you talk about all the
0: different <laughs> factions that split apart: the elves, the men, the dwarves. Right? They were all together, and then when right. the ring, so that's why it also kind of feels epic because the story that's built up has a very similar feel. And it's not exactly copied. Obviously, there's a lot of different crazy stuff thrown in here in mythology, um, but it's really cool how it feels like that. It's very. It kind of invokes those feelings of like, wow, you've got different forces and different, you know, humans and 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 different protectors and gods and they're all coming together and now they have to come back and so with this extended backstory and with one that looks good and you can take seriously yeah it again the the impact of when they finally team up again after seeing their ancestors all do it and it's really cool you're like yeah yeah, you've got you've got an Atlantean you've got an
1: Amazon and Mm -hmm. you've got a man so you've got like these three different and a Kryptonian yeah uh, no Green Lantern unfortunately but again um, no
0: time we can't have another one in here it's just no I agree yeah. yeah
1: um i will i should say though that if there's a problem on earth which is inside a green lantern sector one probably should have shown up
4: that's all yeah, i'm saying i, I know i'm it's,
1: leaving it there but i'm just saying like if there's a problem inside yourself that's like a cop not going to a call on his beat Blah, they'll be fine i'm not going i I'm mean really all
0: right. here's the deal It we, we run into this question the whole time with what these characters were doing when when you have characters that are ageless or you know that are they're from you know long time ago and then it's like what were you doing this whole time during all this stuff i mean you know it's just one of those things where there's only so much time there's superheroes. no i agree i agree i'm just saying they're
1: the the green lantern's job is to protect their sector and when
0: dark side and
1: steppenwolf show up in your sector and you aren't there maybe you should go on administrative leave for
0: He was running late he was. He, was he, he late. showed yeah. up late and they just you know, they cut that <laughs> scene. But done, he won. was like, hey, guys, I'm here. And everyone's just dead around him. Yeah, right. Uh, no, but so uh, we end up seeing that uh, we see some pretty cool action sequences with Zeus and mm-hmm. Ares, who we've seen in the mm-hmm. Wonder Woman movie. Um, Is that,
1: was that David Thewlis I as
0: think Ares? It, I think it was. I mean, maybe okay. in some okay. kind That's of a CG cool. fashion or whatever. Um, but yeah, so um, Ares, they show them teaming up. And so right. like Zeus has his thunderbolts and then Ares has this huge axe and he jumps up in the air and i mean he just smashes right through Darkseid's body right. and, and you know gushing with blood it's a really gnarly scene is the way that i you know my and first thought was, yeah and, and so the parademons get Darkseid out of there and so that was his one big defeat where he's always wanted to come back to earth uh you know but there were the defenders there and so with oh, the justice league the defenders is marvel Oh, no yeah. Kidding. Thanks. There's a team. <laughs> yeah. So, so now this is the opening, right? So, like the defenders yes, are all broken right. apart, and, and that's why you know the mother boxes are awakened and Steppenwolf is here trying to uh, get on Darkseid's good side. His his what is that? His light side, I guess. Dark yeah, side. yeah, yeah side. sure. We'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. dark side. Yeah. And uh he's he's trying to get all these things back for him and get back in his good graces. So we see that backstory, which again, CG night and day difference. uh Com- I mean, It's it, yes, completely right. Yeah, and the story change. It's dark side now instead of Steppenwolf just like right. showing up to, to be a bad guy. You know, <laughs> yeah, for no reason whatsoever. So, um, um, so I think so they do. They track. I'm trying to think. They. So the this next is the chapter scene, is a uh, beloved mother, beloved son. Oh,
1: that's true. We get a, a really good scene. Um, w- that was cut from the original version of Lois and Martha, mm-hmm. um, where Martha kind of says, you gotta let him go. Like you have to, I get it. Like it's my son. I understand, but like he's gone and he's not coming back. So Lois is kind of faced with this dilemma. Like, does she, does she move on with her life? Uh, or do we not? And then we get a cameo, that might be one of my favorite things. I love this character.
0: Yeah. So, um, the general from Man of Steel. Yeah. So here's here's the seven, right? Unite the seven. Right. This is uh, the he's,
1: he's. I'm trying to think of what the general's name was Stanwick. Oh, was it Stanwick? Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So he's standing outside the apartment of Lois and Clark, and he's the Martian Manhunter. Which I gotta tell you, I think I called fairly early on that he was going to be the Martian man. This is the one I talked to you about
0: off the air and and you said you had no idea. That's the, that's the, I was thinking it
1: was going to be Ryan Reynolds was like the one at the end. I gotcha, but I did not expect this in the middle of it.
0: Well, at the very, but like at the end with Bruce Wayne, you know, like, I guess we did see him earlier, but like this was the big reveal. Like when people kept speculating, <clears throat> and it was more like, yeah, if you're a super fan speculating, this is what you already knew. Right. But other people might be like, what? Hey, who?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so the general that Superman has an interaction with in Man of Steel um, shows back up and he's the Martian Manhunter, which, I, is a, which is a dope character. Like yeah. he's basically Superman. He has all the powers that Superman does, except he can be like the vision. He can be intangible and he can change shape. Yeah, he's, and he has telepathic abilities. He's awesome. <clears throat> he's so, great, and the and the character design was fantastic.
0: Yeah, they did a good job bringing that to life. I mean, that's yeah. a tough one, and yeah, and, it's very
1: very cool. Yeah. Um. So then you know that's a nice little tease. You're like, oh well, all right, we're getting the Martian Manhunter at some point. Yeah, uh, we don't, but it's fine. So now the the league is somewhat assembled. You get like the stuff. I I like that they cut out the whole thing with Aquaman and the
0: lasso Mm -hmm. and they just let him be Aquaman. That's the humor part of it though. So that's the Joss Whedon writing, which I I get what they were going for because I wanted the Avengers. But again, the humor in this one feels like it fits a lot more with the characters that we've seen rather than trying to, you know, force these characters to be something different or recut them a certain way. I feel like the established characters from the first two movies and they do a really good job because they actually do establish them here. You know, it all just fits together and uh, yeah, it, it, it's good they take away but I mean the stupid like the, stuff. the scene that I'm talking
1: about is like that scene where Aquaman starts to become very truthful and and ernst and and then this one they he does that a little bit more it's it's kind of the same scene but it's very brief when he's talking to flash um but there's no lasso involved like it's just him being him he's not influenced by anything he's just being who he is. Which I think is better, right? Because they were going for the not influenced. They were going for the joke before, and it just it it was dumb. It didn't work right. Um, We get the the same scene as before with um, using like the Nightcrawler and the first time the lead kind of fights together, and it doesn't go very well. And they realize that they kind of need Superman, like they need him Mm -hmm. on the team if this is if they have any chance of succeeding, they need him here. Yeah.
0: Uh, So they come up with the idea to bring him back. Again, a much better a, solution, knowing that the mother box is a change machine. Then I right. think that's a very smart, you know, conclusion for which Batman kind of to come makes to. the
1: the pet cemetery Superman joke work a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, so this is it. They they do the same thing, the the same deal where they're digging up Superman's grave, where the Flash is kind of like, you know, we could do this in like two seconds, right? And he's like, well, whatever. Um, so they bring him back. It's all the, this is all the same, with the exception of the do you bleed line mm-hmm. they bring him back they he he goes a little crazy kind of lazarus pit style uh doesn't know where anybody
0: is mm-hmm. uh takes out the justice league without worrying about it <laughs> he, I, man if superman was strong before after he gets the mother box to supercharge him i feel like his powers are just like well did they level.
1: supercharge him because is well, that what happens well, or well, i'm or is just, it just saying
0: he i mean i know he was brought back to life but i have to I mean, don't get me wrong, he's incredibly strong, but he is like next level OP, and it's awesome. Yes, this. I just feel like the Mother Box bringing him back to life, if it can give Cyborg all those abilities and stuff, I right. feel like somehow... Like you know how he absorbs uh, the Earth's sunlight, sunlight and that yeah. gives him his powers? I mean, the the Mother Box, is his, it's energy. It's awakened oh, by we're energy. Saying that, okay, I see what you're saying. I think I'm by with him you. getting with recharged by the Mother Box, that made him into just the next level which of, they
1: kind of doubled down on like when yeah when steppenwolf swings his axe well we'll get there it, we'll get there but right yeah. um so it's the same scene at the at the monument uh he's tearing through the justice league yeah, without think, worrying about it yeah they cut out the scene where you get the crazy lip problem where he's fighting batman and batman's like you know yeah. They we need you. I Superman says I. They don't need you. You won't let me live. You won't let me die. Yeah. And then no, does the, that the redux that's not, of the do you bleed line yeah, that's all gone. And
0: uh, the, you know Cavill filmed refilmed his scenes, so he didn't have the mustache, and obviously it right. was a huge help to it.
1: Yes, big time. Uh, <laughs> Lois shows up, calls him Clark in front of a cop because that's what we do. Again, yeah, again, but but it worked. Like it, there, he, he he snaps out of it and. Uh, did she say "Let's go home" or does he say that? I think There's a line between that, the I two think... where she says "Let's go home" and he then he goes anything. to, yeah. he goes to Smallville.
0: Yeah, and and I um, mean, and again, you've earned it at this point. We've seen Lois going through all this torment, and I'm not saying that you couldn't have, you know, you couldn't have guessed that she'd be acting like that, but we got right. to see it, and so we feel it more. And so when she shows up and he looks at her and his mood changes, it's like, yeah, you remember, like these two were in love and she's been so sad about his death and, and dealing and now with he's it and, back in front of her. Yeah. I mean that hits home like that, that just triggers something in you to where you're like, Oh my God, her reaction and his reaction. Like we've seen what they've been going through. So now we understand what it's like. And right. you, you feel the moment where before it was just, yeah, you know? Yeah. He comes back and you're just like, uh whatever, I guess. Yes.
1: Uh, so yeah, so he goes so back, back to and, and Smallville, the, and
0: the house has been foreclosed because we saw a little scene where Martha's packing well, everything up, and, and she says that I lost the house, yeah, and what I lost yeah. the farm, the whole yeah. thing, yeah. Um,
1: so we go back to Smallville, and Lois, Lois kind of says, "I'm, I'm surprised you brought me here," and she's he said, "This is home." Mm-hmm. So he's starting to remember some of his, some of his past. Um, and then she, does she wake up to find him outside? I can't remember. But yeah. either way, he's outside in the field. Yeah. Uh and it it sucks because as much as I don't like this version of Superman, I f- Henry Cavill is fantastic. Yeah. Like he's a great Superman. He looks the part. He's got like the uh the tenor in his voice. Like there's no like there's a confidence in his voice yeah. that Superman would have and um, she walks out there and he said I you know the whole I don't think this was in the Whedon cut I don't think any of this is here probably maybe not. it is good chance most either of way wasn't. like he, you know she's wearing the ring and he's like I guess that's a yes and it's a, it's just a very tender moment mm-hmm. we see Martha pull up to the farm and they embrace and i do like where he's like they brought me back for a reason i have to go that's cool
0: i like that it's like yeah as much as you know i know i just came back but you know i'm here now and and wasn't before so i better you know make sure that i've earned whatever you know it's a a cool there's
1: a reason that uh, (laughs) there's a that's kind of a callback to the donner stuff right where um john ford is that who played jonathan kent
0: oh i can't remember
1: either way he's like you are here for a reason like that's the line he's like it's not to kick footballs it's not to you know win races but you are here for a reason yeah um so he go like clark goes to the ship and we see um a bunch of different suits which i thought was kind of interesting so you get like jor-el's kryptonian battle suit you see glenn ford just saying glenn Glenn ford Ford, sorry um you see the red and blue suit, and the, I like. I don't get the obsession about the black suit. And if you're
0: gonna do it, don't give him a cape. I mean, because he doesn't wear he doesn't wear a cape when he wears the black. Okay. suit. Okay, but it's but it's yeah. But the black suit's comic accurate to the the
4: story. It is. Yep. 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 Um, he wears a.
0: It's a regeneration suit that I, he wears. I feel it's really. I mean, it's cool because he is a different Superman again because of the Mother Box. He's been kind of recharged. I feel like I feel like the black suit goes with his OP, you know, his his, yeah. his new powers and everything. I like it. I think it looks cool. I mean, I'm not stuck on it. I think that his plan would have been to go to the red suit after this. It's not like it's a well, permanent change. And
1: it's it's weird because there are scenes in this where he's wearing the black suit, and they just must have CGI'd the red suit over it, the red and blue suit over it, because this scene with Alfred where yeah. he shows up he this is it that's in the movie like it's in the weed oh cut, yeah it's red and
0: blue. a lot of their stuff is cg i mean you know when you talk about man of steel it's amazing the cg that went into that because when they were in their armor all that armor cg and it looks right, like right, right, I mean, right. it looks good so you yeah. know they can change the colors and so yeah right so we do get a redo
1: of the man of steel scene where he walks out of the ship in his suit and where in that movie he's struggling to fly yeah in this one it doesn't it's not a this is cool all that yeah, it's Super, a good looking scene when it's a good looking scene comes back the fight with the league is awesome uh, I can but, do without the Jesus Christ allegory if we can stop doing that yeah, that'd be great but, like yeah. arms out like you're on the cross like that's
0: I yeah. don't need that anymore ever <clears throat> so it's it's really cool stuff it looks really good I like the black suit it is cool that we got to see on like on the ship we got to see yeah. all those suits and uh, there's a Kryptonian like dead Kryptonian and story Did we not see that before I, I don't we probably think so. didn't I don't remember but that. I'm
1: trying to think if, if we saw that in Man of Steel I yeah, think that we maybe. did maybe in Man of Steel yeah yeah but so we see that we you know in the ship and everything but um which also worries me that Star Labs has a dead Kryptonian DNA waiting in the wings
0: oh. like that's not good <laughs> yeah. so you know just kind of to fast forward they uh they come up with the plan and then they they do it it's the same concept with with barry he has to he, he's like the only one that can energize it that much is by running really fast because he says you know i i don't do this because i don't want to mess with time but when i go fast enough that does create this huge energy surge right this, uh you and know
1: i do like they called the speed force that was kind of cool yeah
0: it's a really cool action sequence like it's extended it's it's cooler like there's more stuff to it uh, i, I do like, like
1: that they, they mess it up and i was like oh shaka? like they're gonna do the nightmare like that's that's yeah. what i thought we were gonna do right mm. we knew that he had plans for a two and a three yeah so i assumed that when the plan doesn't go uh, as it was supposed to like well we're going into the nightmare world gotcha like, that's what's gonna happen. okay but it doesn't happen like barry has to run around uh they get rid of the family the family that existed in the Whedon cut does not exist in this movie oh yeah um all of that Russian like stuff is no. Taken out yeah. The it's just, altogether. that's the thing.
0: This movie is longer, but it's still cut. The, I mean, he didn't use anything Whedon did. So that's, no. that's what shows you that no. was a weed. The Dovechky line is not in the, anything Weeden didn't did. Whedon doesn't have a credit on this movie. So if, if he would have taken anything
4: but from that first that version. Guy.
0: I, hope, I hope he never works ever again. I hope he grots in jail. There you go. If he, so if he would have used anything, they'd have to credit him. So Zack Snyder, this is his original vision. It doesn't have anything to do with the uh, reshoots and the comedy that he added in. So, um, but yeah, all that's gone. So they're, they're here and uh, they are trying to destroy the box or keep it away from Steppenwolf. Right. Right. Steppenwolf has
1: all three. They're trying to stop them from, be- from the unity. They're trying, trying to, to stop put them, them together, from, right? From, be- okay. from coming together, because yeah. if they come together, that's this will reveal. This that's the reveal is that Steppenwolf has figured out that the anti-life equation is on Earth, so Darkseid's you know ready to rock and roll. I do love that scene where you see Darkseid and Dessaud and Granny Goodness, like yeah. all of these um, new God characters. That it looked pretty dope. Yeah, uh, and if the if the three mother boxes come together then that unlocks that gives dark side, the ability to unlock the anti-life equation.
0: Okay. So on, so we were skipping around a little, I was just getting confused. Cause we like, we never talked about when he stole the, the, the last box and like the, the, Cause the reason that the the reason the justice league is able to find, and you know, I was still talking about, we didn't talk about that cool slow motion scene where he brings back Superman with the box. Like we just kind of jumped around. So I apologize. I was getting kind of confused, but I thought all that stuff looked really cool with the slow motion and all and uh, the, when the bringing back to life and all that was neat. Mm -hmm. Um, Going forward to this, so um, Silas is at the Star Labs and he's got the last mother box that they're trying to keep away. Steppenwolf shows up and the only way that they're like able be able to track where he is is by activating the mother box and so he sacrifices his own life before it gets taken by Steppenwolf uh, and ends up dying you know in this glass with this thing that this laser that bounces all (laughs) around and just totally eviscerates him yeah and uh, Cyborg sees this happen but you know it's kind of it's his redemption it's his um, you know for not being at the game and for you know him blaming the death of the mother and, and his you know basically death on the father it's like he wasn't there for him, and now he's like, "I'm here, and I'm going to save the world." And he right. sacrifices himself. So Steppenwolf gets it, but you know the Justice League is able to track it down because because the laser that
1: he used heated the box up so mm-hmm. much that it's uh, it's impossible for them not to trace the box to, re- to recognize it exactly.
0: Right. Um, and so they end up, you know, they I guess there was this plotline we didn't talk about, but uh, they Batman in the beginning when Wonder Woman shows up, he's working on this huge ship, this gigantic whatever it is and isn't it is it like one of the alien ships or what it's Uh, huge. i don't
1: don't remember they never say what it is but they couldn't get it to fly right and so cyborg fixes it so he's been working (laughs) on it and yeah the cyborg can
0: you know we see him there was a patch there was a patch that was added to the last possible second that fixed the autopilot yeah exactly but no so Cyborg goes in there and he does it and we see a lot of cool stuff from Cyborg I mean I don't want to brush past the little added things so aside from his backstory you see that he's a good person you see him helping a woman that uh, is like gonna be evicted and has no money and she has kids he adds money to her bank account by hacking an ATM Uh, and that's where Wonder Woman comes and meets him and much like in the other one but this time he like shows up he sends her on the computer where she's working a picture of a map meet here meet me here right and so you he flies away, but but he gets the gist of what they're trying to do. And Wonder Woman says she needs his help, and so he's kind of ready to go there. Um, who else? Uh, you know, yeah. Barry was recruited by Wonder Woman and, and Bruce, um, right? And so pretty much the rest of it's the same. Yeah.
1: I, and then we get to the, the 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 last little sequence is. Um.
0: So we have to. So, uh, chapter four is change machine, just for the title purposes, where uh-huh. they learned about the box and and bringing Superman back and then chapter five is called all the king's horses and i think that's based on isn't it a quote that alfred says uh yes i believe you're right that that he won't be able to put everything back together no matter how hard no he tries or hard. something and right. then i and then you know there's some really good added stuff in this movie like you know when they go on, when they all go onto that helicarrier or whatever you want to call that ship um you know alfred's like you know how do you know that you can do this or whatever? And I love that line by Bruce where he's just like faith, Alfred faith and throws his hands up. Like Batman is a man of logic and he has a conversation earlier in the film toward the beginning with Alfred where he's like, you know, this is the first time I'm not going based on my logic to paraphrase. He's, He's like, I'm going on, in my instinct. And, and so we see a, a Bruce that's an older and weathered Bruce and he's experienced and he's been through stuff. And, you know, we know how he usually is, but at this point he's like, this is the last resort is I've got to keep my faith that I can get these people together and we can save the world. Cause otherwise, you know, the end is We're here. Done. We're, so, so We're done So, So I really for. like that. And just that line between them, just that faith, Alfred faith. I think that's right. really impactful. And, uh, you know, but so, so they're all together and they go and, and this, This final sequence, this showdown, this, like, 30-minute long special effects driven, I mean, it never... Like, sometimes those can feel boring because it's too much, and it is so awesome. They nailed the sequence. It's really, really cool. Um, I mean, from... The way that they show the team work together, right? So, like in an Avengers-esque style sequence, um, you know, we see the people all fighting and doing their separate stuff against the parademons, and the way that they all come together is really cool. And I have and to some sh- somebody
1: edited together uh, the the sequence, like the slow mo splash page sequence, yeah. where you see them all together. They somebody uploaded the Justice League Unlimited theme. Oh, that's a cool. play over that. It works. Perfect. that's
0: fun well it's the junk the junkie xl score is awesome it is when it's they very good. when they hit the ground i think they're jumping out of the helicopter the helicarrier or whatever it's yeah. called like the the score amps up and in the whedon version there's no music it's like crickets are <laughs> it's chirping so weird because it's just like the impact of them landing i don't know right. it's a very low understated score and this one he amps it up in the true junkie xl fashion and yeah. and it is awesome sounding and uh you know aquaman is like paragliding on parademons. Yes, that and, was pretty cool. And spearing them through the air. And he's, he's not as bro No, not as... I mean, he still has catchphrases, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. but it's fun. It actually feels fun even though the other was trying to. This feels way more fun because it doesn't take you out of it. It's not jarring. And um, the way that he is like... He's like skydiving. He's freeform paragliding, like just his body. But he's catching parademons. He's riding them like a surfboard. He's like stabbing three of them together. He's like demolishing a building as he like scrapes down it with his trident or his... What is that? Quadrant. Quad. Five drent. Or, I don't know, a pentagon. <laughs> the one in
1: your picture has four. So. One, oh, two. Oh, no, it is five. No, it's going right. to be five, right?
0: Yeah. So, you know, but he's like, you know, going down the side of the building. It's a really, really cool sequence. And, you know, the the, the little quips work in it and everything. Uh, and we see them all get together. And they have this huge showdown against Steppenwolf. Right. And it's a good fight. I mean, they're all doing their but thing. But they're also not winning. No. I mean, they're 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 powerful, but they're still not enough to go against Steppenwolf, which, again, shows you how damn powerful this character is. But I will have to say, I think my favorite moment in the entire movie is when Superman shows up. Just crashes out of the sky. Yeah. I'm a big
1: fan of justice, but that line does not exist in this movie.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we're not talking about that, Joe. No, I know. But I'm just saying, like, it's that. a completely different entrance. No, when he, he shows enters, up. okay, this is what happens. He crashes down through the ceiling or roof or wherever they are, whatever. Just, uh, uh, Steppenwolf is swinging an axe. We've already had like Wonder he's Woman. He's going to hit Cyborg, yeah. Yeah, and Wonder Woman has like saved Bruce. It's been really cool all the way that they've worked together. And then it comes down, and yeah, he's about to kill Cyborg because Cyborg's like hooked up to this box trying to control it and stop it or whatever he's doing. And uh, he's about to kill him. And then Superman drops down right in front of him. The axe hits him and doesn't even get close to penetrating him. Right. He just like shakes his head and he goes, Not impressed. I yeah. thought that was so cool. <laughs> and then he, he proceeds. Seeds to beat the ever loving yeah. out of Steppenwolf, yeah. like he, he is trying. And, and it- I do like the line. I do like the <laughs> line
1: that Steppenwolf says to Darkseid. He was like, "There's nobody here to stop us. There's no lanterns. There's no Kryptonians. Uh-huh. There's no nothing." And it was like, "Oh, well, Just you wait. all right." So yeah. anyway, I, I I thought. But his- the I- problem is, is Barry is running around trying to get up enough speed, uh, <clears throat> and Cyborg's going to give him the go ahead to do it. Unfortunately, Barry gets shot. Uh, and he's hurt yeah. bad, and this is the first time I was like, "This is Barry Allen, like this this character who does not quit."
0: And what are know, they trying to do with anything. the speed? Are they trying to destroy it, or what are they trying to do?
1: They're they're trying to. So he needs to build up enough speed f- to. Uh, like activate cyborg so that cyborg can break them all apart. So he can Oh okay got it got it. So he's okay. trying to
0: supercharge cyborg is what he's trying to do. I see okay gotcha. Cause see that's and why I was because, getting confused with him bringing soups to life is he was trying to get fast enough to create the energy bolt. Right. Here right, right, he's right, trying right. to do it for cyborg because yeah the three boxes have combined which means this is the end of Earth basically. And so he's trying to pull them apart. Got it. Right. Uh and he doesn't make it
1: and dark side shows up and what looks to be the anti-life equation kicks in but we forget that it hasn't that Barry mentioned something about time
0: travel mm-hmm. and if he goes fast enough he can
1: turn he can go through
0: time i thought this was cool i mean of course you don't think the movie's going to end with them failing but it did throw me for a loop when they fail right. and dark side comes i was like okay now we're going to deal with whatever the nightmare is and the you know it's going to open the future say that word again nightmare 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 yeah not mere. Well, that's just I'm how it sounds you. when I say it fast. <laughs> so I thought we were going to maybe go into that. I wasn't sure, but he was there. I did not see him doing the whole spin, setback time thing. Setback. And, right, right. I, and he does. Like, but he, it's cool. He, it's 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 a lot cooler. I'm sorry, but it's cooler than him flying around the Earth. I mean, okay. It's 2021 compared to I 1978. get it, and I'm not I'm not like, knocking that <laughs> on its own merits. I'm just saying I think this was really cool. I mean, he was reversing time and walking right. on pieces of the ground. He was rebuilding by reversing time. Like I thought, it was a very good looking scene. That is, and, an,
1: I, and if and we know the Flash can play in time travel. And that's yeah. not a so oh, yeah. it's not that big of a stretch of not any of a
0: stretch it's uh, yeah, yeah it's not a deus ex machina it's this character no. does this and he mentioned he can do it so yeah dark side comes and the world is getting destroyed and it right. looks like they've failed you know and i think cyborg says we're too late and everything is doom and gloom barry comes in he does this thing that he doesn't want to do but he does it there's some really cool music choices throughout the way he changed all of whedon's songs i think Good. like right so like so not just the score being different but the music plays um you know some of them are different. Zack Snyder has a very interesting idea of like these needle drops. Larry Cohen. What's that? He loves Larry Cohen. He wasn't in this movie, not him. No, that's true. So, um, but you know, I liked them, right? Like, so he replaced all the songs. And so the, the music choices were definitely interesting, but they fit with his mantra it's his thing Mm -hmm. you know you come to expect uh and i thought they worked really well like with each of the scenes i think his music choices really fit uh and then paired with the kick-ass score like like we didn't try to punch up the scenes with songs to make them cool like like he does when you see aquaman and it's i don't know iggy thump or whatever right 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 you know like he tried to make scenes cool with his score with it with his song choices Snyder let the score make the movie cool and the song choices were personal and setting the tone of the scenes do you know does that make sense I do yeah yeah totally. so I really like how he did that and so yeah there's this sequence where Barry rebuilds earth and spins back time and he ends up setting it all the way back before dark side came and all the destruction happened and then I guess does that charge then set off him being able to separate.
1: Yeah, so he okay. separates the boxes and this is the same kind of the same scene that we get in the Weeden cut where Cyborg says, Hey, Superman, and Superman comes over and they break and that's that's one of the few scenes in the Weeden Cut that I do like is when they break apart and their Cyborg and Superman are both kind of laying there and Superman's like, God, like i would I wish I were dead. Like yeah. my like that's a good it's a good little scene with Superman, but in this one it's it's much more stoic where he breaks yeah. them apart and the mother boxes are destroyed and Steppenwolf
0: is destroyed. Like the they, way that Superman, like the way that Superman demolishes Steppenwolf, yeah, and like, dude, that guy is getting his horns cut off, and he's, he's, yeah, he's, and he's lighting him up with the extra with oh, the wait, heat vision. Wait, but Superman and, punches him on the ground, like punching yeah. his head down into the concrete. Yeah, I mean, it's hard yeah. not to like bro out. It, I know it's, Like, known I, think for it's this, fi- like I, I think it's fine when it's a character like this. Yeah, he's right.
1: He's, like, yeah. they definitely make sure that you know that there's nobody around, so this Superman can go all out if he wants to mm-hmm. and this character can take and much like dark side and doomsday where superman doesn't have to hold back right right like when he when he's going to uh catch a thug stealing some jewels he can't exactly he can like flick them what about right? the queen's like jewels the crown jewels I mean, would bit, he that
0: would he hold back maybe i don't know it's a pretty no, probably not probably not <laughs> uh
1: but with dark side or doomsday yeah. or steppenwolf he does not he can yeah. he can go as hard as he wants and. <clears throat>
0: he's not going to punch a hole through these guys, yeah. but he, he is going to do damage. But I mean, I know if I was in the theater, I'd be fanboying out during the sequence. I mean, it's cool. It that's yeah. just, no, it is
1: cool. No and way. I do like that. His hair doesn't like, isn't plastered. So like his hair is moving. Yeah. So like, he doesn't have like this perfect
0: look, but yeah. like,
1: yeah, it was, it was a good scene. It's I, really, I, yeah,
0: it's really, really cool. So, I mean, they demolish him and again, okay. Do you remember how the Whedon cut ended with Step? It's with them like standing. Oh no he's oh 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 the the parademons attack him he's scared of the Justice League because they show that you know they're a force uh, against him and the parademon senses fear and they swarm him and this and movie, Steppenwolf comes and he's trying to fight back against Superman. Aquaman spears him through the chest and holds yeah. him up and Wonder Woman comes and cuts his head off and they <laughs> yeah. send him through the portal as his head rolls and Darkseid smashes his head on his Yeah,
1: like, yeah. Oh. Steppenwolf does, <laughs> definitely does not get... Uh, a sequel? Uh, no, absolutely not. Or yeah. a proper burial? <laughs> None of the above, I yeah. mean,
0: I mean... You gotta admit that was bad ass. It was
1: definitely it's definitely a different version.
0: <laughs> oh, he, he's it, scared and he gets swarmed by parodies. Yeah, right, right. Oh, his head's been cut off. <laughs> It was cool. Oh, it was they just speared that guy. Yeah, okay, it was cool. really, really cool. So I don't know. I was I was fanboying out again. Like for someone that hated the Justice League and doesn't like BVS at all. Like again, and I'm a Snyder fan. So, but there's a difference. Like I'm a Snyder fan, not a Snyder right. fanboy. He's made some really bad stuff that I don't like. But man, this I just movie, bought Dawn of the Dead on Blu-ray. That's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, this movie's good, you know. And so that's the end of chapter six, and they all kind of, you know, they. They're all happy. That it's the
1: same. It's kind of the same sequence as before.
0: Yeah. is like they're all standing together. They get on the yeah. plane.
1: Uh, you get the sequence that I, again. I I think this is the stuff that I, I. It's weird. Like I've, I as much as I love the big budget action stuff, yeah. where I am drawn in is the small character stuff. Yeah. So when you get Bruce and Clark talking sure. to each other and having like this this friend this buddy brother conversation, um, this is what I'm drawn to, and yeah. to me this is what you need. To get to the big stuff yeah. you need to be invested in these people as friends as partners as people so when you get to the big action stuff like it works
0: well that's the characterization we talk about yeah when you get to the scene it's so much better yeah no i hundred percent agree and when when superman crashes down into to fight step wolf not only is it cool but man i got chills because that's where that man of seal theme plays uh-huh. and it's triumphant just like in man of steel it's that try it's a very triumphant theme and uh it was cool the way they incorporated it. um but yeah. that that's the end of chapter six i know we didn't talk about getting into it but that's called something darker and then we get a prologue but it's like a 20 minute prologue i mean they yeah, really get
1: it's just the nightmare scene yeah we get a there's okay yeah there's we um, do
0: a, we do a, like a yeah
1: we see the the the, the batman it with goes the to lex Luthor
0: first though so we should talk, oh that's
1: right so we see this, lex talking to deathstroke this is like the post credit scene in the original right yeah now this is where like they, they, whole... they're
0: putting together an injustice league yeah like that's the injustice i don't gang. think he says that though in this one and this one no and this not. one Jesse yeah is, oh lex Luthor escapes which is kind of cool because you know he's smart he always has ways to get out and he's uh planted a, like a double that they think is in his jail cell and, yeah in, in arkham yeah which shouldn't be too hard <laughs> that, that's that's cool and uh and so he's at his yacht and deathstroke comes up Joe Manganiello looking awesome as Deathstroke I'm sad that we're probably not ever going to see any of that anymore nope, again, probably never again. Uh, but Lex Luthor is there and he's like I've got something for you that can help you and he's like and he tells him he's like and you Bat- fight fighting yeah your Batman is Bruce Wayne yeah and he's like oh that's good information like, so
1: this was oh, right. definitely setting up the bet the Ben Affleck Batman yeah movie which was going to Absolutely. happen like it was affleck ver- it was batman versus deathstroke in the ben affleck stuff and yep. that won't happen now. and then
0: you know and then we see like like they've set up a table for the justice league and diana's like but room for more so you know that's where we're gonna get the green right. lantern and martian manhunter you know they're there's they were setting up for more of a justice league of course they over were time. yeah um, um
1: but then we do get uh a oh,
0: revisit to the nightmare sequence i don't think isn't that the very last thing that happens though or no. 'Cause cuz we get uh, no, the scene oh, okay cuz we get that scene it's on the not. farm and all that which is really cool okay yeah. oh he wakes so, up from that already when that happens he, yeah so we okay.
1: we get the we get the scene uh and when this is i got to tell you we see like post apocalyptic versions of our characters yeah. uh, like mira's there and and uh, people are dead. is there with yeah I mean, Deathstroke is there with like a mohawk and their cyborg is there yeah mira's and there and i got to tell you if we had gotten this joker that's the Joker, man. That's This that's, Joker,
0: the Joker in this movie is so much better. It, it hurts me, man. It hurts me to admit it because Jared <laughs> Leto's been. First of all, that Joker's horrendous, as you say. And yeah, he's Suicide. Just, we're talking about the Suicide Squad yeah. Joker is atrocious, and his but his antics have just been ridiculous. But this Joker, holy I mean, shit, gotta give it to him. That's the this one. This is good. He talks like, like a, him. He yep. acts like him. He's crazy. He laughs. He busts into laughing at like moments that are not opportune laugh you know what i mean like the joker does like yeah he he does it man if we got that joker i'd be like jared leto joker let's do it so we don't get that joker in the in the heart in the bird no what was that suicide Squad? but so earlier in the film and what they hinted at with the first one with the um the flash the time travel premonition that uh bruce had uh he says lois is the key so in this movie they reiterate that that you know he had a vision it said lois is the key well at this point in this nightmare lois is dead so superman is back looking crazy i mean you these are things that we presume you get get the
1: the bad superman you get wonder woman uh doing like a viking funeral and then you have aquaman being speared yeah mira
0: mentions that aquaman's dead is cyborgs there cyborgs there okay. the flashes this is the the flash wearing the, the and, get up we see in in bbs yeah, yeah. um and, yeah, and, and batman's we, having you know, a like, deal with the joker which is like we finally get these two with screen time in this universe actually talking to one another and joker's doing his mental gymnastics he's crazy right. he's laughing it's sadistic it's it's good right it's very good and batman yeah, tells very, him very to good. like shut the f up or something well, he's like, he's like, like <laughs> you may say one word i'm gonna f- <laughs> Yeah, yeah I was like oh and my god like, oh, dang, but you know right. what this is a Batman where the world is destroyed it's a different Batman Superman right. is killing. like you got to realize like there's a difference between him just being the GD Batman and all-star and, and it just being like insane right, and, right uh, this right. is a weathered I mean he's already an older Batman in this series the world but, like, is destroyed the world is destroyed and and Superman's coming for them like right you know and Lois I do like that line where the cyborg's like we got to get out of here like he's gonna be here in like yeah. two seconds yeah. so <laughs> it's interesting I mean they set that up and it's like holy crap what is going right. on and what's gonna happen so so i mean that's of course bruce wakes up
1: yeah this is a dream a nightmare that bruce is having and then you who you think is going to be superman flying outside of not wayne manor uh it's the martian
0: manhunter and And i like how how like matter of fact batman is because martian manhunter is basically like perfect right like i've been like i've been here and like you guys did a great job but now i need to reveal myself and all this It's time for me to be invested and and bruce is like oh cool thanks cool. like it's so weird like he's seen so much stuff after this whole ordeal <laughs> yeah, he's like that, yeah man whatever like, oh cool a martian just flew up to my window and told me he wants to be part of the justice league and i'm like cool okay. thanks we'll see you around <laughs> so <laughs>
1: apparently originally this was going to be john stewart oh and this was cut it was cut from it was, john stewart was cut from this movie so you know this what? was supposed to be the green lantern yeah uh but
0: either both of those characters are fine and it's I cool think. that we got we already got a lantern and it's cool right. that we got martian manhunter and get more of him. so that's cool so then I guess the movie ends with the farm and you know when I was when I saw the farm get foreclosed and I'm like okay we know that Superman's going to come back and they're going to work together I'm like if Bruce Wayne does not buy this farm back <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah So no, no was- I
1: think that that happens all before that I think that well, that's what I asked earlier scene, and we
0: went to this other. stuff. So no, I, I think was... you're right. I think you are right.
1: I think the farm scene is the first one. We okay. Met, okay. Then the nightmare, then the Martian, the Martian Manhunter is how we, is this. Okay.
0: So that's what I just didn't want to brush yeah. over. Like it was really cool. Like as you would expect, Bruce Wayne is uh you know, he, he bought the farm back for Martha and then, you know, Superman thanks bought him. the bank, but okay. Don't, just don't bury. <laughs> way to bury the lead. No, um, no, um, it's really cool though because Clark and Bruce get this moment together. Yeah. Because he, yeah. especially after he was kicking them all around and everything, but he's like, "Thank you," you know. And and Bruce is basically like, "Well, you know, I've made mistakes too, BVS," you know. it's so like, <laughs> yeah. they they make good. When I tried to kill you. Yeah, they make good, and they get this really nice scene together. And he thanks him for you know saving his mom's house and everything. And then he's like, "How'd you do it?" He's like, "I bought the bank," and I think that well, was know, the this commercial is all the weed cut. This this whole, I whole scene you know is what? in the weed. Whedon- I don't care because I don't, it, he didn't film it. It's not his scene. <laughs> no, totally. You know totally. I mean? I, I completely and agree. I don't yeah. even think about that one. I just, but I like that moment they have. And so you get that really good moment with Lois and Martha and Bruce and Clark are all there and you know, they're all just moving back home and all that. And, uh, right. But yeah, so I mean, that's it. I, it's a long movie, but damn, if he didn't do it, like I, I was not, I was not expecting this.
1: I, I didn't know. That's the thing is like, I just didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what we were going to get. I didn't know I was not looking forward to watching it. Like this is just the, this version of these characters these versions of these characters are not my jam. So I just didn't know what to think. And yeah. I got to tell you I think a, I think you giving it a B plus, I would probably give it like a B minus. Okay. Uh but it's better than I mean it's
0: way better than I ever thought it was going to be. I think it's a really good comic book movie. Like without um, any asterisks. Like I think translating the characters to the page the action again i know there's some character stuff but uh, batman doesn't where did you say he killed in this movie he doesn't wonder woman does oh well that's why he kills parademons no we don't care about parademons no but they don't count (laughs) okay but that's what we said earlier because i was talking about batman and you said "Oh, not in this one he kills Oh. But that's what I was saying. I didn't see him kill in this one. He did not. I'm sorry. Maybe I misspoke. Yeah, he, it's you Wonder, meant Wonder Woman we, is the only okay. one
1: who kills like human beings. In Which this is movie.
0: a human who's machine gunning at children. Correct. In the so, Correct. But that's what I mean. So when I was saying he gets the character different, Ben Affleck's a really good Bruce Wayne He's risen and he has yep. the like intelligence, the charisma. The He has everything it takes to be Bruce Wayne. And the character Batman, we don't see him kill people in this. Like, he doesn't explode a bad guy just because they're a bad guy, right? He doesn't put a bomb down his pants. Yeah. And and again, the reason why, and it may sound like a double standard, but the thing is Wonder Woman doesn't have that rule. So when she kills a machine gun guy, it's like, well, yeah, I can justify that because she doesn't have right. a rule. Batman right. has a rule. So you can't go, oh, well, the machine, the guy on the truck with the machine gun was shooting at him. It's like... Well, okay, but Batman finds a way to do it without killing, to, right? To to take him out without killing. And that's him, right. the difference. So, this movie has none of that, which is why I think Zack Snyder did listen to the complaints. And, you know, I think he, he does really, he's really into the characters and everything. And I think he listened and he didn't give any sequences that Batman had to, you know, but, uh, break his rules. I would agree rules, with that. You know? I would agree with that for sure. So, the characterization's better. The action and CG is a 100 times better. Uh-huh. The score uh-huh. rocks. Um, yeah, and the char- and the characters like uh like we we're saying um, the backstories the getting to see more of cyborg and the flash and then lois having that impact yeah. when superman comes back you know that's why i d- it-
1: I, d- I just think that's what was missing from these from these movies for the most part yeah. and i know people are going to disagree with me but just the emotional attachment mm-hmm. to the characters having them interact with each other yeah um It wasn't earned. I felt like has been missing, has been missing from all of them. Yeah. There's just like a disconnect. And Richard Donner said it best when he said, if these movies, if this, speaking of of Superman, the 78 version, if this movie is going to work, you have to believe in Lois and Clark. Yeah. Like if you believe in them, then everything else falls into place. But if you don't believe in them, and I don't think I ever had a moment where I believed in Lois and Clark
0: or in anybody until this movie. No, I, I believed in them and Man of Steel. I didn't. And I love, I just, I love, I think it
1: happens too fast for me. Okay. Like it's not like they're immediately falling in love with each other. And like, I like the idea of them, uh, Lois not being interested in Clark but being interested in Superman and kind of flirting with each other and then that it, it's the yeah. Ross and Rachel effect right sure. like you want them finally you want them to get together and then they do we're in Man of Steel it's like I show up in Metropolis I'm already banging Lois Lane
0: fair enough I mean yeah it's just I, I get it it's it's different for sure but um, yeah the heart was here and uh, yeah I think for sure I think knowing everything Snyder went through again this is a miracle that this ever was released or funded yeah. because you know the Snyder cut this is not the Snyder cut. People just. No, this is Snyder's. This is his movie. Yeah, people wanted him to release a work print thing. You know, I mean, it just oh. would have been, you know the, release the Snyder cut was release your work print. Right. This is a project that got seventy million dollars to be made to be to have his vision actually be completed, and so you know just to separate those two things like. You know, when people are like, see, I told you this Snyder it's like, yeah, no, you didn't tell anything. So it's like, you know, you got to understand the way that it went down. This is not what he had when it was, when that movement started. So, right, so right. it evolved in a way that's never happened before. You know, it's it's unbelievable this got made, that there was enough uh, voices to say, hey, let Zach finish his movie and release this. And what we got with, after all this mess, and I was sick of hearing about it for a year now, I'm just astonished. You know what would be interesting if they did, now that I think about it? Hmm. If he's got like a script
1: for two and three. Yeah. Do a comic book a comic. of it. Yeah. They dude might make a comic book of it. Right. Like, get Jim that. Lee or like a top, like a, a oh. list. I mean, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Jim Lee would be prime for this if he could get it out. But I was going
0: to say, Jim Lee might finish it around the time George RR Martin <laughs> finishes game of Thrones. <laughs>
1: right? Yeah, right. But like get a top tier, yeah. uh, writer, and and just do it as like an Elseworlds story. Yeah. And like, look, we're just gonna put them out, and I that would be that would sell
0: like gangbusters. Yeah. Well, let's see what they do with the Flash, right? So the Flash. Yeah, is that's just true. The Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is their universe combining and bending thing. The Flash is gonna be this universe's, and we'll have. It's gonna be interesting to see what sticks around, what's new, yeah. and what well, they're, the. I
1: mean, they're bringing in a new Supergirl. They've already got a Supergirl. They've got Michael Keaton as Batman. So like, it's just this weird, wonky. Right.
0: But the question will be what sticks, though, right? So yes, you're going to get yes. a lot of people from different universes as they merge. But what I want to see is at the other side, what we're does the at. DCEU, if we're going to call it that, you know, what does that look like? Because they've got a popular Wonder Woman. They've got a popular Aquaman. Um, you know, they liked Batman. That's not going to happen. So we'll have to see how Batman gets replaced. Um, you know, but Affleck's done. These movies almost killed him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No um, Poor guy. I know. Really seriously. And he's he's a great actor. And it's I'm glad yeah. he's doing oh, better. Yeah. He's a great creative but, talent. For but sure. uh, you know, out the other side, what will the Justice League look like in this universe? Look like it's going to be really interesting. Where Marvel's just like we're just going to keep going.
1: We're going to put out some of our stuff on TV and we'll do what oh, here they've got like it. Yeah, they've
0: got it covered. DC has a long way to go and oh, this yeah. isn't even a part of like their canon of what they're going to continue with. But it is uh, a really interesting look into what could have been for, for their, you know, the rest yeah, of their universe. Sure. And um, I'm just glad we got to see it for all involved. It's, it's cool.
1: Yeah. I'm glad it got made. I'm glad it's out there. I'm glad, you know, like I said, uh, wasn't a huge fan of it. Enjoyed it uh, from a critical standpoint. Uh, and if you loved it I'm happy I'm yeah. happy that you loved it
0: I think it's, I think it's cool and I, I think I think I mean honestly it's hard not to be cliche just like in the movie but it's like this is justice for for all the people that knew there was a better version out there I mean uh, yeah. it may have not been finished yet but his vision was a hundred thousand times better easily than, you know easily. so I mean this really uh, I hope this brings him peace and I hope the fans are happy and now we can just and he's got something coming out on Netflix right yeah it's he's got a some, zombie some heist zombie movie yeah. with
1: the uh, Dave Bautista.
0: Yeah, I'll be interested. The only thing about that, not to sidetrack too much, is that uh, I'm interested to see why, during a zombie apocalypse, why people need to heist
4: things. Like, I guess
0: we'll find out. If it maybe were food and cure. resources, mm. maybe. But like, if it's money... I'm not sure, because I think it's in Vegas. Like, Why, why do you need money? It's, the it's a copy.
1: It's, they're going to destroy all the copies of the Whedon cut.
0: <laughs> why do they want that back? They want destroy- to destroy it. They oh, want to just- <laughs> take it out of existence. Anyway, I'm not, it's not a knock. I don't know anything about the film. I just know it's a zombie heist film, which I'm like, huh, I got to know why they're doing this. The motivation. Right, right, be right. Good. Uh, but we'll see. But that's it for this episode. So Zack Snyder's Justice League is in the books. Uh, let us know on social media. So, I mean, the best way to interact is to share the show and to reply comments let us know did you like the movie uh you know what did you think of our, our our thoughts were you like against what we were saying did you think that uh you know did you enjoy the weed and got better I, yeah seriously, that's a good question i'd, I'd be only interested want, to see if anybody liked it better you know if you need to comment anonymously that's fine you can sign up a, a line and everything <laughs> because you may not want your name out there and that's understandable but please if you enjoyed it like I just want to know because that'd be interesting. Um but yeah, so it's out there. So thank you for listening and thank you for supporting the show, of course. Uh, you know, and to all our Patreon members. Uh don't forget, uh for five dollars or more a month, you can support the show and uh that's a that's a great way to keep this thing going. And uh, you know, this is gonna be a doozy to edit, so your funds are going to a good place. (laughs) So uh anyway, um, you know, of course, follow follow the show and all that good stuff. Social media, all the stuff I said at the beginning. Um, Joe, tell the folks where you can find them. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B U T T S 21. And this is Kevin. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Brackett. And uh, yeah, just thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing the show. Thanks for uh, sticking with us for 633 episodes now. Bonkers. That's Absolutely. Crazy, bonkers. right? I mean, the, the, the reason why it feels so cool every time we come to one of these DC milestones is 2013 Man of Steel, episode that one. That was it yeah i was just telling somebody about that yeah, Zack I mean, snyder's like, go just do it go listen to episode like 500 yeah like that's a much better <laughs> version of episode one <laughs> but yeah so you know episode one man of steel episode 633 Zack snyder's justice league i mean yeah. we've come a long way and this may be the last Zack snyder dc project so this is Hopefully. Uh, this is quite a marker in uh, the show's history too indeed uh, but anyway well that's it for this one and until next time you've been warned
3: Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, right, cause we already all